This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted Filipiano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Well, thank you, Brent Musburger, and welcome in back to Murph's Fan Cave for episode number 214 of Raiders Fan Radio. We appreciate you joining joining us tonight. Raider Nation, what is up? And uh, we hope this will be a always uh, a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, so many great folks have already joined us live in the chat room tonight. Appreciate everybody joining us live on the YouTubes, as the kids say. And, uh, and you can do that as well uh, by joining us each and every week at YouTube.com slash Raiders fan radio, uh, but we also appreciate everybody that checks us out on the podcast. Got all the heat on the podcast, man, on the, on the audio version of Raiders fan radio, which you can find on any uh, of your uh, favorite podcast services just by searching Raiders fan radio and appreciate you. And uh, yeah, man, those numbers go up and up and up every single week. And uh, we are incredibly thankful for the momentum uh, that we have there, along with the momentum that we have on our social medias, especially the TikToks. But I'll wait and let our social media director uh, tell you all about that. But anyway, so this is episode number 214. We're going to get to a lot tonight. We're going to talk about the Raiders preseason, of course, and the ass whipping that we put on the Rams uh, in the joint practices. We're going to give some respect. We're going to talk about the long overdue um, nomination or of the senior committee to get Cliff Branch in the Hall of Fame. 
We're going to talk about two of the Raiders that are in the NFL Top 100. Then we're going to get to your uh, voicemails and your emails. We have some amazing ones to get to tonight. So lots and lots to get to. But I don't you do this. You pretty much just did the whole show. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's a tease. We call that a teaser. Now, in that the wasn't a tease. That was like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, well, that's I know. I tease. I told him what's going to happen. And so now we're going to get to all of it. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us for episode 214. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. Good night, everybody. Hey. Remember what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Leave a message three times and you can get made. All right. Um, and so, uh, anyways, I don't do this show alone. I do it with uh, with my real life. Oh, my name's Murph, by the way, for anybody that's new to the show. Hey, Murph. And uh, we get new listeners every week, so thank you to all of you uh, tuning in. Uh, my name's Murph, originally from Sandals Lake, California. I stand six foot four, 213 pounds. Diehard Raider fan. Um, anyways, uh, relocated now to Middle Tennessee. I uh, followed the legendary individual that sits to my right, my uncle, my real life. On the show is Uncle Mosh. Thank you so much, Uncle Mosh, for being here tonight and adorning the Western Annex of the Merch Fan Cave. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited to be back. To be back. I'm just glad that I made it another week and so Swaggy doesn't have to get another ass whipping next week. No, because he's not in your chair. Yeah. And you know, and, 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 and the coolest thing about being here, and I'm not going to steal his thunder because he does that in, in the Steals next, his thunder? No, no, no. In the next little segment over <laughs> you there. You steal your own thunder, But I, I'm excited about being here with our friends, uh, Aussie Raider Aaron and Paul Egerton. We got got folks from Europe and from Australia and, nice. and you know I'm excited about that. It's pretty cool man. That is pretty cool that we're worldwide. Worldwide. The worldwide Raider Nation. What's the thing from uh 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 Prestige. Yes, Worldwide. there you go. That's all yeah. Wide. Wide. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that are on the audio podcast, that is, of course, the unmatched, my best friend and yours from the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk. Welcome to the show, Swag. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. It's so good to be here. And uh, and yes, Uncle Mosh, you are here. But one of these days, I might just knock your ass out of the chair oh, just so I damn. can sit in there. Oh, yeah. Just so I can, just so Are I you can trying get... to get killed in the <laughs> no, first six hang, minutes of the show. No, this, no. When I'm, tra- you know, the, you know, he always carries weapons like the, oh, you, yeah. no less than two on him at any time. I've been so close to getting cut several <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. That's the fans that would be watching that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm the only reason I would do that would be to rile the Mangus boys up. Oh yeah, Mangus oh, boys. They're coming. It's like a tease for your big match. Yeah, man, absolutely. Whoa. Yeah, the handicap match that I have with the Mangus. I might you know take what? that. I might that. hit their ass with your chair. Oh, yeah. We Come can call with... it the chair match. Oh, it it's be... the chair match. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It is. Oh. We could do a tables, ladders, and chairs in here, but in, but it, we we'd have to replace the the, uh, the tables and the, the ladders because we're not going to use the desks. So we'd have to use like I don't know. There's there's a look. There's a guitar hero or a rock band guitar oh, behind yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so right you could go all Jeff Jarrett. You, you've been trying uh-huh. to get me to hit Jeff with that guitar I've, for about four months now. <laughs> I've been talking about planting a seed. I thought for sure it would have rooted by now, and Jeff would have gotten a wallet by that guitar. But anyways, I appreciate everybody joining us here tonight in Murph's fan cave. Who's uh, joining us live tonight in the chat room? Swag, yeah, Jeff? yeah, we got uh, Lino, the Full Metal Mexican, the Mangus Lino. Boys, Big Easy Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Rich. Uh, Richard uh, Acampo, uh, Raider Flash, Michelle Sweat, Big Easy, Kenny Blair, uh, Aussie Raider Aaron is in there. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider showed up. What's hey, up, what's up, Ron? Rogue Code is in there. Uh, Raiders Gears and Threads. Oh, I like that guy. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's like that's yeah. like a swag guy right yeah, there. He is. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Super Him is Super in there. Super Him's in there. Big absolutely. Easy. Yeah, man, good stuff. Hey, somebody said that they were from. They were. They, they lived out there. Were they talking to us? 
lived out where? I, I, I don't know. It was early on. It, I think it was Raider Flash. I think he said, yeah. I, I said live. San Jose, California, so maybe he was. He's yeah, yeah, what, no, yeah he said was, 907, represent. Uh, oh, that's Alaska, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's Kel Jadis. I don't know. Look it up. Look up, see what that zip code is. Yeah, I don't have time uh, yeah, for that. Yeah, okay. All right, so appreciate everybody joining us. As I mentioned, uh, you can find us on any podcast service, of course, the YouTubes. So along with this show, the flagship show, Raiders Fan Radio, along with that, you get a, a variety of other shows at times. Right now, uh, we are uh, very thankful to have welcomed our good buddy, Rich Schmelter, uh, to uh, Raiders Fan Radio, and he's doing a show called Silver and Black Flashback. Uh, Rich is the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia, the official Raiders Encyclopedia, an incredible author, an incredible Raider fan. One of the guy, he's more steeped and well versed in Raider history than look probably anybody I've ever met. I mean, the man is just an absolute go figure, a walking encyclopedia when it comes to the Raiders. And it's one thing to know like the big stats and, you know, between the three of us here in the fan cave, I mean, we could rattle off the top of our heads, you know, the years of Super Bowls and the MVPs and people's numbers and what schools they went to and things like that. But what you get from Rich are these, like, the more obscure stories, but they're fascinating. It reminds me almost of, like, a Mike Rowe kind of thing or, like, a you know, an Andy Rooney, uh, the rest of the story kind of thing. So, anyway, so, like, so this week, he's uh, episode number four is out. We just put it out there today, um, and it's about – uh, Ralph Chip Oliver. No way. I promise most really? of you listening don't know who Ralph Chip Oliver was. Listen to that episode, though, and you will. It's a fascinating story about hippie culture, um, substance use back then, and a Raider linebacker that won a Super Bowl. Like, it's fascinating. That's crazy. So def- definitely check that out and support what Rich is doing. He's doing a great job, and we are so thankful to have him uh, be part of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, before we jump into uh, the episode proper, uh, we always kick off the show uh, with something. Uh, oh, what's up, Mike? Well, I got to hit the contact info. You went right over that. No, we got to give swag. It's 214. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So here at the top of the show, we always take our episode number and we tie it uh, back into something significant within Raider Nation. And of course, that's handled by our social media director. And uh, while you're doing that, shout out the socials, please. Like I mentioned, the TikTok, I teased that. Tell everybody where they can find us. On yeah, we'll get that on we'll contact. That. We got that. Oh, you got that on the contact. You should have been here for for, for oh, pre-show. I know. I was up. I was busy. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. All right. So yes. Yeah, so so as Murph said, every episode, uh, me Swag Jeff takes a significant moment in Raider history and uh, relates it back to the episode number. And uh, this episode is two fourteen. And guys, if you're listening and not talking amongst yourselves over there, uh, you gotta be like that. Well, I'm just it saying. Okay. I well, went out of order. It's my it. fault. No, it's okay. But you just throw it to me, and then you guys just do whatever you do over there. That's now why you we know threw what it, it feels to like. Uh huh. Still butt her from still butt her from last week, huh? <laughs> Get him out! Why are you doing it to me? He just slammed you too. I didn't slam him. I slammed you for talking over me. Well, quit slamming me. You're always talking over me all the time. I'm here trying to do segments, and you guys are having conversations amongst yourselves. No, that's Uncle Mosh just cutting up and laughing. Oh, okay. Whoa, so now I'm not allowed to laugh. That's why you hired my ass. God, give us 214, Swag Jeff. All right, yes. So, so yes. So, episode 214. And, and guys, this is one of my favorite ones that I've ever done. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. man. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's getting harder and harder, man. As the episode numbers keep yeah, growing, man. man, it's 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 hard. I mean, there's anything north of ninety nine. It got tough because you run really out of player hard, numbers. Man. Well, you yeah, know? yeah. That's, and that's why you gave the job to me. That's exactly right. And, but yeah. you have done a phenomenal job. With well, it. thank you very much. And this is one of my favorites. So, uh, so episode two fourteen. It's a career stat. Oh, okay. We nice. love career stats. So we're yes. going to be talking about our favorite quarterback, Kenny Stabler. 
Uh, well, you're wearing his jersey. <laughs> you're right, I am. But Come we're, we're going to be talking about our current favorite Raider quarterback. Oh, Derek oh. Carr. Derek Carr. Okay. You're absolutely right. right. So a career stat with Derek Carr. As we head into the 2021 season, Derek Carr leads uh, leads the Raiders in every category as a quarterback. Yes. Uh, as far as stats go. All the significant All statistical. All the significant stats. Yeah. Yes, everything. He he holds every record. Yes. Uh, but this stat is, is, is a little different than that. Ooh. Derek Carr has been known to run the ball every now and then. Yeah, man. So not enough to a lot of people. Well, exactly. Because he's very good at it. He's very good at it. If he can hold on to the ball, you know, just just ask Aaron Q Dog Raider. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, But but yeah, he has he has run the ball. He's accrued six hundred and thirty five rushing yards in his career. Okay, with six touchdowns. Yes. He's rushed the ball 214 times. Let's go. Yeah. Nice job, Swag Jeff. Yes. Yes. Nice job. Yeah, 214 man. attempts for DC. Yeah, man. Right man. On, man. That was a fun stat. That was a, that was a good one. That That's why we one. used to call him Baby Aaron. Remember Baby A-Rod? Like, remember, like, his first, like, few years in the league? Like, he had the same, like, look to his, like, his mechanics, his footwork, and the way that yes. he would scream. Because Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. Like, you don't think of him as a runner, but if he can get out, he'll... He'll make someone miss and take off and like you know yeah, what I mean. Man. And Derek will jump and lower his head and all kinds of Absolutely. crazy stuff. Absolutely, yeah, he's not so, afraid to do that. Heck no, man. DC's a tough dude. All right, uh, let's go ahead and hit. So I wasn't here for this, so I'm just going to throw this to Mosh blindly. Uh, let's get over there and hear the contact info. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff. That's for you. getting old, Jeff. Yeah, I hate that. that. That's, it's dated, buddy. It's dated, buddy. All right, pay attention, boys and girls. You got your old Uncle Swag here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, oh, heck, use your pocket knife and cart the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Twitch now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can find us on a multitude of ways. Of course, yes, you can call the hotline 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Yes. <laughs> you can email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. As I mentioned before, Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Twitter, Instagram, at Raiders Fan Radio. Don't forget about the TikTok. You know the oh! boys over here. We ticking and we talking, bro. <laughs> we doing it all, man. We're ticking and we're talking, man, at Raiders Fan Radio. I posted one just uh, this past weekend. That was funny, too, man. Well, yeah. Which one was that? The one where you... I don't know if you've you seen it. You haven't seen it yet. We'll show oh, you after Yeah, we'll show, show you. Yeah. We'll show you. Uh, but yeah, and you know, and we're on the Twitch. We're twitching at, twitch. at Raiders Fan Radio, you know. But but uh, but if you're in the chat right here, if you're getting in the mix right here, because the chat makes the show what it is, it's awesome. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Raiders Fan Radio. We are no longer Murph's Fan Cave. That's where we're located, but that's not what the YouTube channel is called now. It's Raiders Fan Radio, and of course, wherever you get your podcast, whether it be pod- Podcast Attic, Apple Podcast, Google Play. Uh, the little else? purple dot on my phone. The purple dot on Uncle Mosh's phone is where he gets the show. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, Amazon Amazon Music. We're Amazon We're, Music. Ask your Alexa Am- about us. Absolutely. What does she say? Would you oh, like no, to listen I, to the latest episode of Raiders Fan Radio? Uh, oh, the last episode, episode really? you like will that, see yeah. Swag Jeff get his ass whipped by <laughs> Uncle Mosh. <laughs> That's what it Alexa It works on the says. Google, too. It, on my Google little yes, doohickeys. Ab- it works there, too. Spotify, yeah. too? And like, and, yeah, like Murph, and like Murph said, man, uh, 
uh, we've got a lot of traction on the podcast. A lot of traction on the pod. We've got, we've got a some lot of traction coming, on man. the pod, man. Yeah, it's, it's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're we're doing really really good, and and it's and it's still preseason, man. The season we're only going to keep growing. We've got some stuff in the works, man. We're not going to tease a yeah, whole lot, but man. we've got, we got some, some opportunities, man. We're going to tease. Got, yeah, we yeah, we got we, some cool we've got stuff some opportunities coming, coming up, and uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that on uh, on the respect segment with Raider Cody. But uh, but for us, you know, the three knuckleheads you got sitting right here, we got I mean, eh, maybe we got some some yeah, deals coming. We got, we're going to tell you we're we, we, we might be moving we, on up in the world. We don't even know that uh, you know Murph. No, I don't even. Me really. and Swaggy kind of put this together while you were running a little errand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll tell you about it in a minute. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I don't okay. even know if I know about this. Okay. Yeah, you do. Well, go know. ahead, Mosh. Go ahead. Do no, it. no, no. It's it's coming up. It's okay, coming up. We'll hit a break and then go into oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we'll go to your to respect. That. Yeah, okay. We'll, go, we'll hit us a break and we'll jump into some respect. Okay. Michelle says we're like the Jeffersons. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. I like that last part. Yeah, that's good. That's one of Sonny's beats there. Uh, anyway, so appreciate all of you jumping in and joining us for episode number 214. Uh, Swag Jeff, shout out the chat. But before you do, I want to call out one person in there. Okay. Navy Vet 43. So being that we're in the respect segment, much respect to you uh, for, for serving our country and, and defending our democracy when you, went, when you went to work every day. And also I want to celebrate, of course, anybody that is a, uh, that is a service veteran or a current active military, including my oldest son, who is uh, going to be graduating from Navy boot camp uh, here in just a couple of week so uh anytime i see any of that navy stuff man it just absolutely i got a letter from him yesterday remind me to Did tell you? you okay good deal yeah nice. so appreciate you uh navy vet 43 all right swag jeff who else is in there yeah we got kevin the raider nerd uh raiders gears and th- uh gear and threads raider flash storm christopher cena big easy lino the full metal mexican pineapple b122 we're gonna call you pineapple we're gonna call you aloha corner uh, uh kill jadis is in there navy vet of course michelle sweat Miguel Ruiz, uh, Tyrone Graves, the Mangus Boys, Kill Jadis, Damage Inc. Raider Nation, Scotland, QB Jeff. We got the whole crew. Awesome, man. Love to see everybody in there. And so, all right. So, here at the top of the show, as uh, what what is this? How many minutes are we on? We're only what twenty seven minutes in, something like nah, that. Man, we started six oh five. Ah, twenty, 20 minutes 20, in. Now nah, we're, we're good. Twenty, 20 minutes. It's the top of the show. Sub thirty minutes. Top of the show. We got time to play. We like to give a little bit of respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. But uh, you know, we're Italian. We like to give you a little bit of respect. Hey. So first one, of course, this show will be Raider themed all throughout. But every once in a while, we'll drift into a little bit other uh, areas of pop culture. And of course, this one. Uh, we want to give much, much, much respect to the legendary drummer of the Rolling Stones who Come just on. passed away this week. Uh, I'm talking about Charlie Watts. And, you know, uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, to me, um, were one of those bands that were, have just been literally a constant throughout my entire life. Uh, you know, being born in 73, you know, they got their start in the 60s, of course, uh, and, uh, and, and just have never stopped. And I was talking to my son, Vinny, the other day about the Stones. We were talking about there are some bands, like, you know, you could say, like, in modern day, like, uh, it's like the Foo Fighters. You could even say, like, U2 
two or whatever. But there are like, but then the Stones are like, there's some bands that are just always relevant. Like it, it, regardless of what genre or anything, there are just some bands that are consistently relevant. These guys are 80 years old uh, and they're still relevant. And so, uh, you know, Charlie Watts is one of the best drummers of all time. Uh, one of the most amazing timekeepers uh, and just, you know, much, much respect to him uh, and condolences to the family. Rest in peace, Charlie Watts. And to tie it back to the Raiders, I'll tell you this. I saw the, I've seen the Stones twice. The first time I saw the Stones, 1991, 10 rows back on the grass at the Oakland Coliseum. Look, I'm getting chills. Oh, nice. Absolutely incredible show. Living Color opened for them. And uh, one of my favorite parts about that show is I went with my mom. Yep. Yeah, that's what with, I was going to say. And she snuck in a bottle of peppermint schnapps into the show, which was really funny. And so he, her and I got schnockered uh, at, at the show. But riding back, one of the funniest things, so we're on BART because we parked at Fremont. Right. And, and so we're riding BART from the Oakland Coliseum back to, the, uh, to get to our car. And my mom starts going, like like from sympathy for the devil yeah yeah and the whole bart car starts in please allow me to introduce no myself it was oh, it was nice. freaking amazing man so anyways um, i went i went to please. a concert with your ma too and i was i was 17 i won a concert to see i want i went here to contest and i won to see neil young in concert right oh, nice. at the la forum Oh, cool. Right? So the radio station is like, oh, yeah, but the only drag is, dude, you're 17. You got to bring your, your parent or your guardian. And I'm like, okay. So I called your mom. Yeah. And I go, live for me. I'd already moved out. I was living on my own, right? And I'm like, tell him you're my guardian. She's like, okay. So like, we go we go to the, get the airport, right? The limousine picks us up. We go to the airport. We're going through the metal detector, right? And it starts buzzing. And she's like, go. Go to the gate. Go to the gate. Why? She goes, I got weed in my bra. <laughs> <laughs> so I take off, right? I leave your nice. mom at the gate, right? Yeah. Well, you know, your mom, she's a big girl, right? Yeah. Well, it was the underwire. Yeah. Of her, oh, of the bra, not oh, the weed. Not the weed. Yeah. They don't have weed detectors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Swaggy, any, any, any stone you, stories? No, I've never you been got to that. stories. You worked with my ma. His mom. His mom. Well, yeah, it had nothing to do with the stones. Yeah, nothing to do with but, the stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might have been stoned, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so much respect to Charlie Watts, and uh, and certainly condolences to the family. All right, um, next up, all right, here we go. Here's we're gonna hit hit it hard on the Raiders here. Yeah, we are. We want to give respect to Come the on. to the goat. There's and, and when I say the goat uh, in the most recent uh, Raider history, there's only one goat, and I'm talking about number 24. I'm talking about Charles Woodson. Well, yeah. And listen. It's not every day that uh, one of the greatest Raiders of all time, who happens to own his own winery, yes, yes, comes rolling through your hometown and announces that his winery, which in this case is Intercept Winery, is going to come through and find random bottles of Intercept wine and sign them and announce it on social media. And, uh, and invite Raider Nation, or Packer Nation, I guess you could say. Or if there is, no, there's no other. No, they, no, no Packer Nation. didn't invite no stupid Packers. Raider Nation, do come and pick up autograph bottles of Intercept wine. We, yeah. t- or we, I chased Charles Woodson for the better part of a day. Yeah, you did. Because he went to two different places and tried to catch up to him. Unfortunately, I never did. But he signed a handful of bottles at two different liquor stores. And I went and chased down a handful of bottles. So... We were uh, um, so I've got one. Uncle Mosh has one. Swag Jeff has one. We gave one to our buddy Michelle Sweat. We gave one to our buddy Jeff Murphy. 
Cubed, and yeah. that is not this one. This one is a random one that we're saving for you. Oh! So much respect to Charles Woodson. Wait, wait, wait. Does, that, does that mean the summer of swag might well, be back? kind of. It's the fall of swag. And the I don't mean like, like when Michelle beat you with the pan. That was the fall I of mean, swag. I mean the fall of swag will continue. We're going to tease this for a minute. We're going to go on... We're going to go on... October. October, are you ready for this? Okay. Boys and girls. Okay. On October 6th. October 6th. October 6th. Swaggy and I came up with this date okay. before you before you got back. Okay. We're gonna auction that bottle off to the highest bidder. Tell them what kind it is. Tell them what what, what it is. is so it's, uh, I, it's the Pinot. It's the Pinot Grigio. Yeah. It no. doesn't matter because you're not gonna open Pino, it. Pinot Noir. It. Yeah, Pinot Noir, excuse yeah. me. And we're gonna auction that off. And you know why? Because the very next day when that gets put in the mail, it'll have the postage will be Charles Woodson's birthday. Oh! His birthday let's on go. October nice. 7th. Salud. Good nice. job, Salud. That's awesome, man. Nicely done, gentlemen. So, yeah, so check us out then on October 6th, and we will auction that off. And, of course... 100% of the money that we raise will go to the One Nation Foundation, which supports uh, a lot of fine, fine Raider charities, yes. including the Bolitnikoff Foundation. All right. Um, next up, I want to give respect to an unnamed person because this gentleman, uh, well, you know, I just revealed his, who it is. Well, it's <laughs> a man. At least it's a dude. Be yeah. nice. So, uh, <laughs> so this gentleman helped uh, us get uh, tickets to uh, the week three game, which is the second game ever in Allegiant Stadium. And he sent me the tickets. And guys, these are amazing. So the tickets, everything's done online, but there's a physical ticket that's for a collector's item. And check that out. Is that Blanda that's on it? That's Blanda on there. And oh. on the back, it's got all Blanda's like stats and stuff. Oh, no way. Fun. Yeah, it's almost like a, like, a card. like a trading card. Yeah. How fun. So isn't that so cool? So anyways, so we appreciate uh, th that, that certain person that helped us get these tickets. We appreciate you sending me the physical copy of those. So we got the souvenir to hang on to. And uh, so Cousin Sonny and I are going to be at this game. Uh, it is on September 26th. So if you're in Vegas on September 26th, definitely come uh, and, lo and look up your, uh, your, your buddies Murph and, and Sonny. And also, we're going to be doing a watch party that weekend. Yes. We're going to be hanging out with our buddy Raider Cody. And so uh, Cody's doing a, a pregame, a watch party, and a postgame event at the Sahara Casino for every single Raiders home game. Right now, I'm scheduled to be with him for three of them, and this will be the first one. So, actually, Cody's actually holding the door on the post game until I get there. So, I mean, much respect and thanks to Cody also Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Um, but we'll be there. So, Sonny and I will be there pregame. We'll be at the Sahara Casino. So, definitely come and check us out. Join us uh, in there for that. If you're going to the game, haul on over to Allegiant Stadium with us to go watch the game. If you're going to stay for the watch party, stay for the watch party. But definitely uh, stick around to link up with us after uh, the game is over. We will be back at the Sahara uh, probably about an hour after after the game closes out. So anyway, yep. so a lot of respect there. Respect for Cody and then also respect to uh, uh, to the guy that sent us those tickets. Absolutely, absolutely. And so so Paul in the chat. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about the 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 bottle that we're giving away on yeah. October 6th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Woodson bottle. Yeah, yeah. Paul from Shopshire says, uh, what a prize. Congratulations, Big Bass Raider. <laughs> <laughs> 
Of course, Big Bass Raider, the guy that went four went, for four on uh, uh, yeah, some of our... Yeah, he won the summer of swag. He won the summer of swag. Thankfully, we had enough uh, swag to, to include many other folks yeah, as and well. I think for this one, we'll have to do something a little more proper than, uh, than poker chips. We might do it the way that you normally used to do the it. silent where we, auction? Where we put the... Th- well, n- maybe not even that. Just put the names in there and just hit the button. Oh, in the spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair way to do I think, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, which yeah. I think our way was fair, but, you know, but that's that way... That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it a fair-er, but it's it's yeah. electronic, and you can see it happen live, and it's not just a hand in a in a, in a bucket picking out a poker chip. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We'll, we'll use the computer for that, yeah. and we could set that up live and stuff. Because so we'll we're going to set a record with that. I think so. It's We're so, better so, to record yeah, with that. Yeah, again, there it I is mean, right there. Anything you find Charles Woodson right now is going for no less than $1,000 on eBay. And Is it Fanatics really that much? Are you serious? Dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, dude. Well, tell, tell the story about the, uh, the HOF bottle. Yeah, so one of the bottles that he signed, <laughs> he signed it HOF 21, which is, you know, he doesn't throw around that very lightly you know woodson doesn't and uh and so he made that an announce as in part of the announcement on his instagram that one of the places he went he signed at hof 21 i wish he would have done two because when i got there uh first thing i did was i ran to the counter and i asked the girl behind the counter hey do you have that hof 21 still out there and she said well we still have it but i bought it and i was like oh and i go well Yikes. yeah and so she, i go well would you want to sell it and she goes no i can't it's for my dad and I go, oh, okay. And she goes, my dad's a huge Charles Woodson fan. I'm like, sure he is. I'm like, you know, like, okay. like what? Not being totally dismissive, but I mean, like, we're in the middle of Tennessee. Like, how many, like, rampant Charles Woodson fans we are We better not around? see that thing on eBay. Exactly. And she goes, it's for my dad. And I go, okay. And I go, is he a big Raider fan? She goes, oh, my gosh, he's a nut. And I go, really? And I go, so am I. And I showed her my tattoo. And she goes, um, uh, she goes, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. She goes, no, really. She goes, it's for my dad. She goes, he's really excited to get it. She goes, I hope you understand. And I'm like. Well, of course Aww. I do. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. yeah I, and was, I would have wanted one of my but kids. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but I can appreciate that. I would have, you know, if that were Vinny or Tristan, I would have wanted sure. the same exact sure. thing. So sure, absolutely. Sure. And, you know, so it was really cool. So we went there the very next day. Yeah, so we went to, to chase get, more bottles. To get more the next day, and we run into the guy that owns the joint. And he's like, oh, man, because I tried to get down here in time. She called and said he was here, blah, blah, blah. He goes, I'm a huge Huge Woodson fan, and so we, um, Josh and I, immediately as- we assumed he was a Raider fan. He's like, "No, nah, I'm from Michigan." Yeah, we're like, Michigan oh, guy. got it, got yep. it, got yep. it. And he's like, "Yeah, he's like huge, huge Woodson fan," which is why he was one of the few stores here in Middle Tennessee that had Woodson wine. So that just kind of close out the story. Woodson flew into town because he was on his way to North to Kentucky to go on the Bourbon Trail yeah. because of Woodson whiskey and to like go through and, and look at the you know the bottling of that and all that good stuff. So, anyways, that's why Charles Woodson ended up in our, our neck of the woods. But anyway, so appreciate uh, Charles and of course Cody and come see us on September. 26. All right, yeah. one last piece of can I t- respect. Can I take the last one? Yes, I was just going to throw it to you anyway. Please <laughs> Absolutely. do. Absolutely. So so the last bit of respect, we want to give respect to uh, to Jimmy Zeebach. Zeebach! Uh, yeah, man. So we gave him respect last week, but this dude has been all over he's it, man. He's been killing so it. He's been killing it, man. He's, he's, uh, he's designed our new logo, which we will release very soon. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It looks, um, he's sent us pictures of it, like on hats and t-shirts and stuff like nice. that. So we of course had my heart with all that because I'm looking at all that and it's just like dollar signs, you know, <laughs> I'm just ready, to, ready to buy You're all that. Blow up T public. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 They're going to go out of business, but, uh, but yeah, so much respect to Jimmy Zbach. He's made, uh, he's made a logo, not just for the show and like 
a million alternate logos for the show, but he made Uncle Mosh a new logo, and he made Swag Jeff a new logo, and all that. And like it's, I mean, so cool. And yeah, and he just did it because and like hats had, and stuff that we're gonna have. We're gonna yeah, have the man. coolest swag for you guys. Yeah. The best show merch we've ever had coming ever. up very, very, very soon. Yeah. And so appreciate you, Jim Zebach, who of course is a graphic designer uh, amongst other things and a good friend of the show, and offered to do that that for us. And yes. uh, man, that's look, and it's a lot of work, and like, and we're. We are not graphic designers. We are podcasters. And uh, our, like that Murph's Fan Cave logo and stuff, like I'm fond of it because it's been around long enough now. But like I'm not good at designing things. Like clearly people like Scarlett and, uh, and Jimmy Zebach are the graphic designers in the, in the yes. house. And so we appreciate uh, that work for sure. All right, let's go to the, since we're at the top of the show, let's go ahead and kick off and talk about the preseason game versus the Rams. I know you all are dying to talk about it. Uncle Mosh, go ahead and hit some audio and let's get on to it. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. Oh, is it my turn? It's your turn. All right, let's talk about the preseason game versus the Lambs. Uh, this was, this was, this was great, man. I mean, you know, it's not often that, uh, I get overly fired up about preseason, uh, except every year, but, um, you know, in this case, I thought we, we saw some pretty, um, unique and special play in terms of uh, in, within the preseason context. Uh, it was a fun game to watch. It was a fun. We, we freaking, had fun watching yes, that. That's what I mean. It's like, oh, well, how many times have you watched a preseason game? And like, by the time you get into the waning, you know, minutes of the third quarter and whatnot, it's like, okay, it's cool because it's the Raiders still, but yeah. it's not like exciting or nothing. But damn it, if we didn't put on a good product in SoFi Stadium, Mosh. Yeah, and you know what was really cool? Is, of course, we were watching it and we're getting the we're getting the uh, the Lambs feed right. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, they kept saying, oh, Mr. Unsackable. Oh, well, he got just uh, thrown for a loss of six yeah. there. But Mr. <laughs> Unsackable, you know, and and, it, and it's like, oh, my gosh. we, I mean, that Hobbs kid. Oh, my gosh. Nate Hobbs is fun. I yeah. freaking love he's, that he's, kid. Yeah, he's he's working his way up to a starting job. You Absolutely. Know, and, and we watched it. We watched that game late. Like we didn't, you and I didn't start watching until eleven p.m. because we watched SummerSlam from we watched Summer Slam. Stadium. Yeah, so it, I mean, it was of course it was great. To, it was great to watch it through the uh, through through the fast where you can go through the commercials and all that. But uh, Aussie Raider goes Silence of the Lambs. Oh, nice, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. yeah. Because it was true, man. But what a game! What a game! Our young guys, man. It's so They're studs, except for number seventy-seven. Oh my gosh, yeah, man! He had some uh, issues. Yeah, some that was that was a rough outing for seventy seven. But yeah, uh, yeah, man, just a lot of fun to watch. You know, I think that there, you see a different, um, certainly mentality when it comes to defense, and, and whether it was the young guys, uh, you know what I mean, or, or even some of the you know I call them starters, but some of the guys that, that played early, um, just a different mentality, a different swarm to the football, uh, a different mob mentality it, it, you'll, you, that you'll see and we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, but just really fantastic to see the impact that Gus Bradley has had on the defense. And as much as the players are getting credit for the sacks and the, and, and the pressure that we're generating – I said this last week when we were talking about the Hobbs sack. Absolutely. It's freaking Gus Bradley, man. Like, yes, they're yep. executing, but Gus Bradley is dialing it up here in the preseason, and uh, which he's not known for. And, and it's just been awesome. And, and you know, and so, so speaking of Nate Hobbs, like, you know, that last week I was kind of like, 
I don't want to say it was buyer beware, but I was like, okay, it was a big sack. It was flashy. It was fun to watch. But like, are we really going to start, you know, pro- how you know, is pro- he going to follow it up? Yeah. We're going to proclaim him a starter. Like out of day one. Well, then all of a sudden now he follows it up with another good game. Amik Robertson follows it up with a fantastic game. Absolutely. That guy is climbing the ranks too, in terms of like a favorite to watch. And here's the thing I dig about him is that like, he's quote undersized, but he plays outside like a big man. Like he reminds me of like I'm trying to remember what that guy's name was that, that used to play for the Texans. He was an outside corner too. Um, and he was like five, eight, but he had such incredible leaping ability and like range and length to his yes. game that it's like, he played like he was six feet tall. Right, right, so right. It didn't matter that he was five, eight. I'll come up with his name in a second, but like, Absolutely amazing effort on behalf of the young secondary man, and I'm freaking fired up. And you know, not to mention Trey Vegas. Yeah. You know, so what? What, what did you think, Swag? Well, before the game, I tweeted out a tweet that said, uh, "I'm hearing word that it might be Aloha Corner Night out in L.A." Ah, and and then, it almost was, buddy. Well, it almost was, and then I tweet I tweeted about at halftime and said, "This tweet didn't age well." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah. they're saving them for a trade. Unfortunately, well, yeah, it's I weird. don't know. But what, 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 Carr had a really good thing that they brought up on that. Remember when we were watching it, and they go, uh, they go, you know, Derek said that he he doesn't <clears throat> he doesn't want to see he doesn't want to see Marcus get in the game, and he doesn't he, and, and and he and he didn't say that he didn't want to see Marcus get in the game because he doesn't want to see Marcus do well. He said he doesn't want to see Marcus get in the game and do well because he doesn't want another team to pick him up because he really likes the guy. Well, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Well, and you know, and they've talked about, you know, using him for different packages and stuff like that, you know, in, in the red zone and stuff like that. Sure. So, I mean, and that's where he would shine. You know, that's where he shined in Tennessee. Right, uh, right, you right. You know, just because you don't know what he's going to do with the ball. I mean, because he's got a rocket of an arm. Uh, but he can he can run and all that good stuff, and he can catch the ball and all that stuff. If any, got- if, I don't know if anybody but you would remember this, Swag, but when he first came to Tennessee yeah. after after that stellar career that he had in Oregon yeah um he went when it was when it was the preseason that, or prior to the preseason when they were doing training camp and it was like day 4 day 5 day 6 Mariota still hasn't thrown an interception yeah day 8 and i don't remember yes. how far he'd gone but it's i mean he's just i mean you know the guy's smart as all get out Absolutely. so he picked up on the playbook immediately yes. and he's just like you said he's got a rocket for an arm so uh yeah it was cool it was it was cool to see him to get ready to you know to put his helmet on but then he never got, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah yeah but you know what i tell you what though i i really i know this is going to sound weird I like Peterman. You know what? Hey, it's funny. Like he's been, Raiders caught a lot out, of shit man. when they signed him, but the way that John Gruden has backed his guy, and now you see glimpses, or not even glimpses, you're seeing entire game films now. I know it's preseason, and I know he's going against second and third tier players. I get all that. I'm not trying to oversell Nathan Peterman by any means, but you certainly see the capability. This is not the guy that went out with very little experience and was throwing five interceptions a game with the Buffalo Bills. This is clearly a guy now who has honed his skills, is familiar with the offense. He's doing exactly what the coaches are asking him to do. Yes. And he's doing it well. So, like, he can't control the players he's playing against. He can only control what he can control, which is the game time in which he's playing. And he's executing incredibly yep. well. And, and here's what's encouraging to me is that 
Look, Mariota, we know at this point, is probably trade bait. At, at a, at a, at, I would say at a minimum, uh, he, he's trade bait. I don't think they have any major plans for him. Yes, Derek wants him around, and, and frankly, I would love for him to stick around. But if they get an offer for a third rounder for him, he gone. Yeah, okay? he gone. So that idea that now we're not talking about bringing in Case Kukas if Derek goes down. Right. Now look, or even, look, I'm not trying to bring up old memories or tear the scab here, but like, when Carr went down in 2016, yeah, Matt it was Matt McGloin who then got destroyed. And then it was Connor Cook yep. who played like ass in the freaking playoff game. So we're not talking about that, uh, you know, inexperience or incapability. I think I would look, I'm not I'm, I'm not pounding the desk on this one here. So take it easy on me here. But I feel if something happens to Derek, I feel if it's not Marcus, I feel more comfortable with the idea that it's Peterman more so than any other backup situation we've had to date. Is that a fair way to put it? I totally agree with that. You know, I mean, the first two weeks of this preseason, it it seems pretty clear that Peterman can run uh, the Derek Carr offense. There Um, you go. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I think that, uh, yeah, I think, you know, he's been able to step into this preseason. And yes, it is preseason and everyone... You know, the hype is high and, you know, it's obviously not the starting players on the defense of the opposing team. But, yeah, man, he runs that offense well. You know, I mean, absolutely. And, and, you know, I, yeah, I was efficient. I was, like that's when when Gruden's exactly. West Coast offense is working the way that it's designed to. It's quick. It's efficient. It's they're getting in and out of the huddle quick. They're getting to the line. They're making their checks. They're doing. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 picking up, making any any adjustments at the line of scrimmage, and it's bang bang bang, and it just looks good. Like I remember, I used to say this. This is going back a ways, like back when Sonny and I used to do this show, and you know, going well, we've been doing a long time uh, since 2012. But like I want to say around. You know, the, the, the pre-2016 Raiders, um, you know, and, and even the pre-Derek Carr Raiders, we used to make comments like it, when you watch a Raider game and then you watch like the Packers or the Patriots or whoever, it's like watching a different sport because the, the, the efficiency and the precision of which these teams are not only executing offense but defense as well, after watching a Raider game, it's like... Ugh, like it, they just they didn't look like they were playing. Like not even kidding. Like they weren't playing in the same league. Now, even in preseason, we look sharp. They look tight. You know, speaking of this of the Stones, right? And like one of the things they're famous for live, they play tight, man. They're one of the best live bands there is. Even if yeah. they're the Raiders look tight. Everyone's on the same page. The offensive line, aside from our buddy seventy seven, I can't remember his name, who played like ass. Oh. Aside from him. They look good, man. Like yeah. it looked like yeah, they've they been look, playing they together way well, longer than we, they have. We uh, we had sandwiches today, uh, like we do every Wednesday at Domenico. Hey, and, shout out know, Domenico. Yeah, yeah. Shout out QB Jeff, man. And you know, and and he he made a good point too. He's, I mean, there's there's something special about this year, man. I mean, we obviously as Raider fans, as as fanatics, we get excited every year about this stuff. But this year, I don't know, man. It just it, it feels, feels different, a man. different, man. Yeah, you know. I mean, I feel like you could roll the tape back to episode, you know, one seventy whatever last year when we were talking about this. But it really does, man. Like it feels. Well, I use the term not to cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, but no. Like I use the term on this show numerous times. Thank you, Raiders, for relieving me of the burden of expectation. I've said that term on this show <laughs> 150 times Absolutely. because I'll get to a point where them and I'll be like, okay. 
thanks. We're just going to be this team that's going to either narrowly miss the playoffs or suck ass from the rest of the way out. Thanks, Raiders. Now I know I can just enjoy my Sunday and not have to expect us to do anything fantastic. Well, you know what? I'm feeling some expectations coming into this season, man. Like, it's this is exciting. And when you listen to, like, all the reports that came out of these joint practices with the Rams, they're throwing hands. They're not taking yep, any yep. crap from, from anybody. anybody. Yep. Like, it's reminded me, Mosh, like, I swear this current incarnation of the Raiders feels like the most Raidery Raider team yes. that we've had in a numerous years, right? A long time. And you were there front and center for the old school Raiders of the 70s and early 80s. Like, you saw this stuff from the front steps. Like, does it, like, it, like you know, and I'm thinking in a lot of retrospect, you've seen it. Does it feel that way to you? It <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, every week, every every week, every year, every week actually yeah. <laughs> in the season, but every year does. But you know, and 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 I get it that it is preseason. But if if the if the guys wanting to make the team are playing with this much fire and this much intensity, you know the guys on the sidelines. I mean, who was the first guy in the end zone? After the touchdown, Derek Carr, Derek Carr. and then Henry Ruggs then, right after him. Yeah, and then and then our guy Waller, and then Waller in yeah. the hoodie, and the hoodie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- man, yeah. man, if the guys looking to make the team are this fired up, what about the guys who already are, are not necessarily shoe ins but didn't dress out? Absolutely, yeah, man. Well, so I'm trying to think of a I'm trying to think of a season, and and yes, I am a newer Raider fan, but. Uh, but I'm trying to think back of a season when we had this much to look forward to on different parts of the defense. Uh, of obviously the offense. Get to go to some Khalil Mack version of it. Well, yeah. exactly. But, you know, because, I mean, obviously we're all excited about this offense. You know, with Derek Carr back, you know, off of one of his probably best seasons that he's had since that 16 run. Darren Waller in his prime. Josh Jacobs in his prime. Kenyon Drake. Right, you right. Know, Preach. You, you, got, you got wide receiver one and two with, with Ruggs and Edwards. That's so much to look forward to. Obviously, you got third and Renfro. But on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, I... I'm more. I'm so excited not only for Yannick Ngakwe, Max Crosby, and then you move up to the safety spot. I'm so excited for Trayvon Morig and Jonathan Abram, so and then good. you look to the outsides. And I'm so excited not only about Casey Hayward, the veteran, coming in to teach these young guys, but now you got you know you've got uh, uh, what's his name. Uh, Thank you for this. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, do, I, do, do, I just do, handed do, Jeff do, the do, depth do, chart because I know where he's going with this. Absolutely, you know. So you've got uh, you've got Mullen and you've got uh, and you've got Arnett, but now you got these young guys that are stepping up. You've got guys like uh, like Amik Robertson and Nate Hobbs and stuff like that. And then even you look in the middle. Uh, Tanner Muse had a pretty good game. You Tanner know, he, Muse looks good. Yeah, dude. man. And I mean, put on t- weight and wearing 55. Let's go double fi- nickels, dude. Like exactly, I love it, man. man. And you know, and, and was able to to trip up and get a sack, man. And you, I mean stood up and he's smashing his helmet and he's excited man like that's so cool like i i can't remember a time that i've been excited about a football team that i mean it looks like all the pieces are falling into place man like you've we finally got our guys you know let's you know let's see these young guys that mayock and gruden have drafted and got together you know i mean let's see how this going mosh what's your take brother so i i go i go to the chat and i i see that storm says I ain't trying to be a buzzkill. I'm also way overhyped, but I've seen this show before, recently too. Yeah. Yeah, you have. You you've seen it every if you've been a Raider fan, <coughs> every year you've been a Raider fan. But this is different. This is this is man, this is 
This is not just saying, oh, well, you know, it's 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 now or never. It's got to be this. You know, this is this is a really good, really fun team to it's watch. Fun team and to that's watch. and that's the difference I'm getting at Storm. I, I'm hyped for him the way I've always been hyped for him. But I was I, man, I was having so much fun watching. Even when we thought, OK, if they make the two point conversion and we lose, it was still a great game to watch. It was a blast. It was a blast. We had so much fun. We had so much fun. Yeah, man. So, so that so this piece of paper that Murph handed me. Yeah. Uh, let's just take a look at the defensive starters. Uh, that, that this I'm, is just came out on the twenty fourth. Yes. This is the latest depth chart. Yes. So the twenty fourth. What was that? Yesterday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't so, do math. So so the two <laughs> on a calendar apparently. <laughs> no, apparently you don't do you don't do calendars. I don't do calendars. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, so we got uh, on the edges. We got uh, Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby. I mean, just a slam dunk with both of the edges right there. We're gonna have all the sacks. Uh, Jonathan Hankin and uh, and Quentin Jefferson with Solomon Thomas rotating in on the inside. Uh, then, of course, you got Tanner Muse, Nick Morrow, Corey Littleton with Kwiatkowski not a starter is what we were saying. What we were saying. I mean, Nick Morrow, they have uh, listed higher on the depth chart than Kwiatkowski. That was which interesting, is, which is I, I, I agree. I agree. Until he yeah. until he proves us wrong, Nick Morrow's well, the guy. Well, you called that last week, too. I did. You were like, no, nah, Morrow's the guy. And I'm I like, did. really? Is he? I did. And you're like, and now, no. we've had some linebackers go down, so 51 might need to pick up the phone. Uh, but uh, hey, and I ain't going to say his name. Yeah. I ain't going to say his name. Yeah. I ain't going to say his name. But uh, but then you got uh, you got Mullen and Hayward, uh, Nevin Lawson, uh, Nate Hobbs, Damon Arnett. Uh, Amik Robertson, Bleedy Ray Wilson. I mean, you got all these guys. Uh, just depth so right deep, there, man. So and, deep, and a lot man. of these, guys, and they're going to get. Look, we got cuts galore are coming. We already saw that there was a bunch that happened. Yeah. Uh, on the well, not a bunch. There was what three, I think, on the offensive end. And sadly, one of those players that got cut well, was Marcel Aitman. I mean, I say sadly. I mean, it. Look, it was going to be expected. Look, there was. We're so deep. In the wide receiver room, Swag mentioned it. You got the two rookies are going to be starting on the on the ends. You're going to have Ruggs and Edwards. You got Third and Renfro, uh, and, and then it just kind of rounds out from there with with a bunch of veterans, with guys like Zay Jones and John Brown. And so yeah. you, you quickly start running out of room for a guy like Marcel Aitman, who's been lingering around for a while. Yeah. But the good thing about Aitman, um, at least in, in his and I and listen, I say this too. I think the Raiders did him a solid by cutting him early because, yeah. like, I was you know I he'll be picked up. Yeah, because you could say on one hand, well, it's it's disappointing that here he caught the winning pass, or the winning touchdown for the Raiders' victory against the Rams, um, and then so then he gets cut right away. But listen, with the Raiders cutting him early, now he's got a chance to go and move into another camp. He's got a chance to make another team, and I think that he certainly will. So I think that that's actually uh, the Raiders doing him a solid. Uh, didn't do me a solid because I had him on my fantasy football team, my all Raider fantasy football team. <laughs> but um, but but, um, but anyways, but the point being though is that I, I don't think it was necessarily a bad move for the Raiders to do that. And so speaking of, and and we got a lot of super chats coming in. I want Swag to shout yeah. that out, but, but real quick before we get to that. So speaking of Marcel Aitman and catching that touchdown pass, Raider Nation has been known to travel. We've been known to take oh, over your gosh. stadium. We've saw it. We watched <laughs> it in person three years in a row here in Nashville. I've seen it in Atlanta. Um, I've seen it in Miami. I've seen it in uh, Houston. We've seen the Raiders take over your stadium numerous times. Uh, and we are often known for, or historically known for, taking over Qualcomm Stadium, 
where uh, the San Diego Chargers used to play. That was often referred to as our, our southern home game for the Raiders. Well, now the Chargers' new home is SoFi Stadium because they're piggybacking off the Rams because they can't get their own place. But listen, anybody that's watching or listening to this show, you know, along with every other Raider fan, that L.A. is a Raider town. The only people that don't know that L.A. is a Raider town are the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Los Angeles Chargers because their arrogant asses thought that they could move Two teams into Los Angeles, and people would show up to watch them. Well, guess what? You move the wrong effing team into L.A. If you Look, and I'm thankful they're in Vegas. This is not me griping about that. Right, right, right. But from a business perspective, if you wanted to get ratings in Los Angeles, you move the wrong goddamn team. And was it not on further display and no better evidence than the preseason game? And I know, okay, a lot of people sell their tickets because it's preseason, yada, yada, yada. I'll, you can spew out all the excuses you want. Bottom line is that 70% of the people that went to the game at SoFi Stadium were freaking Raider fans. And if you don't believe me, I've got some audio evidence for you. This is the winning touchdown, okay? This is the pass to, to, uh, uh, to, to Marcel Aitman from Nathan Peterman. This is taken from the end zone. This is, comes from user Mr. Big Kirk. I want to uh, uh, give him respect on the TikToks. Um, so Mr. Big Kirk uh, did this video. This is in from the end zone where the pass was caught. It's literally all black. It looks like the black hole in SoFi Stadium. And listen to the crowd reaction and tell me if this sounds like a typical road game. <laughs> to see that you love it you love to see it listen to that crowd (laughs) yes yes Good That's luck. so funny. Good luck, San Diego Chargers. When you're playing in the Rams house and the Raiders come to town. Mm. Uh, yeah, man, that was absolutely fantastic. So anyway, so great win for the Raiders. Uh, you know, and that's... I, I use that term lightly when it terms of preseason, but it really was. As Mosh said, it was so fun to watch and, uh, and, and, and just a great uh, evening for Raider Nation, uh, both for everybody that was there and everybody that got to watch the game on TV. And, of course, for the players that were on the field as well. And uh, so let's check in with the Raiders as they depart the field. So you're going to hear Damon Arnett. You're going to hear Nate Hobbs. You're going to hear Marcel Aitman. You're going to hear all those guys uh, that, that featured prominently in the game of Meek Robertson uh, as they walked off the field and, uh, and, and check out some of the stuff they had to say. This is great. Oh, man. We needed it, man. Came to L.A. for a job. We made it happen. It's always good to get a dub out here, baby. Man, hell of a win, man. Hell of a win. Came out here, battle last off. Let's go Raider Nation. Hey, tell Leo alone, man. You already know. Man, come and leave alone, man. Come on, we gotta get some more smoke next time. Keep trying, man. I'm telling you. That's a meek. It's the mob squad, baby. The new generation. You know what it is. Bottom boys are vital, safe from the bottom. 
I love that. We brought it home for the home team. Absolutely. Well, yeah. So funny. So fantastic. And so there was a, a comment made in there. All right, let me see if I can get to it again. This is made by Damon Arnett as he's walking off the field. Check into what he says. Next time, keep trying. I'm telling you. Telling it's the mob squad, baby. The new generation. Did you hear what he said? The mob squad, the new generation? Mob, but with a B. Okay. The mob squad. The new generation is what he said. Now, I'm old enough to remember the Mod Squad, like right, you right, are. Right. Jeff, you might remember the movie that came out. I don't remember. It was the late 90s or early 2000s with like Claire Danes in it or whatever. And it was a, it was a, uh, a, a re-envisioning of the, of sure, the old TV. Of the 60s, of, of yeah. the 60 TV show. But, so, but he, so I thought he said Mod Squad. Then I looked, and he said Mob Squad. And I'm like, Mob Squad? I'm like, that sounds a little bit familiar to me, but I couldn't remember. So, Mosh. I decided to launch into what we're going to feature as a new segment here on Raiders Fan Radio, and that is a reefers. Nice. That I is love a it. Raiders now retired. That is a Raiders. <laughs> that is a Raiders Fan Radio investigative report series. Nice. So let's go ahead and take the term "mob squad" and launch into this special investigation. Index cards, tuck rule, Hall of Fame snubbing, rule changes, flat earthers, JFK assassination, moon landing, or 9-11. You're needing clarification on urban legends, conspiracy theories, fake news, or you just don't believe the chemical fertilizer has hit the ventilation system the way it's being reported? Tune in to Reefers. That's Raiders Fan Radio Investigative Report Series, where we deliver the straight poop, and that's no bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right gentlemen all right, give it to us buddy give it all to right. us so first what i did was i launched in and i researched the term mob squad on the google machine that's what the kids call it so i searched mob squad this is what urban dictionary okay says is the mob squad mob squad a pure combination of majesticness and swag yeah. to form an unbreakable band of brothers. Legit. Nice. I'm like, okay, I hear you, Damon Arnett. Mob Squad, the new version. That's I my like dude. I That's love dude. that. Okay, but but wait, there's, there's more. more. Oh. Like Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the, the story. The rest of the story. So this is where this term, should we accept it to be the new moniker the a la the soul patrol okay the new moniker for the raiders secondary the mob squad this will determine whether you all decide we're on board and i want to hear it from the chat room and i want to hear from you from you guys here in the studio whether you think that we need to start calling this young raider secondary the mob squad now i just told you what the definition is and i think 100 percent that fits so here's where damon arnett got incredibly clever this is amazing the mob squad was a previously used term for the Rams' defense. Oh! Oh, my gosh. So here I'm going to go to an interview I found with former oh. Rams defensive tackle Michael Brockers talking about how they came up with the term mob squad. 
A, a flock of rams. It's called the mob. So uh, we, you know, came up with Mob Squad, and that's just defense, and that's how we we attack. We it's not just one of us. You have to play all eleven of us. So a flock of rams is a mob. So it was a Rams nickname for their defense. Damon Arnett drops that in the Rams house after thumping their ass in a preseason game. I I want to know what you guys think. Are you in on that or are you out on us nicknaming? Mosh, let's start with you. What do you think? I think I think that was a ballsy move. I think that's I think that's like getting on the bus and driving around Chief Stadium. I, that was and 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 the cerebralness of it. That's the, what got to, me. To that, be, that's to, exactly to what I was the, about to, to say. To be the historian of the old Rams. First of all, a flock of Rams. You have a flock of geese. You have a herd <laughs> of livestock. Okay, <laughs> what? Well, I don't. It's I don't, a, a group of Rams. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're in. So thumbs up for Mosh. 100 percent. All right, Swag Jeff. I, you know, I don't know if I'm in on that being the new nickname of the defense, but 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 where I was gonna go with that was the cerebral thing, getting in your opponent's head. Yep. That would to me, it would fire me up so much to have Damon Arnett go in after we beat the freaking Steelers' ass in Week Three and be like, "Hey, man, we're the new Steel Curtain." You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, like Come that's on. the kind of stuff. Well, that, people like, do it to us all the time by calling themselves Raider Nate or whatever nation. I know. Right, you know right, what? Right, yeah, right. let's throw it back in their face, man. Be like, hey, we're the new whatever it is. You know? I mean, I, you know? Yeah, right, I, so I, I love in. that. Get in the head of the opponent, man, because that's what Raider football is all Raider about. All that's about, what we did dude. in the 70s and the 80s, man. We got in Ugh. your head, and we knocked your block off, and we... You know, cussed you on the field, and we wrote and we, swear words on the football, and uh, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I love that. I, I'm with you, dude. That's a thumbs up from Murph too. So we're all, all three around the horn here in the fan cave. We all love this. Uh, so Raider Nation, I'm curious. I can't read the chat as we're doing the show, but I'm gonna. I can't wait to go back and read uh, what your all's opinion on it Storm, is. Storm Storm says a group of Raiders is called a scar. Ooh, oh, <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it. So there's a couple. There's there's a guy in there named Ramily. Okay. And he's Ramily is saying, come on, think of something original. That's the Rams name. Well, you know, the whole idea was is it was it was a poke at you. You know, it's just like it's just yeah. like Swaggy said, welcome to the new steel curtain. So, I, or, so I'm assuming or where's that... your where's your purple people eaters now if we're playing Minnesota? Right, right. You know, hey, hey, we just crushed your orange defense. You know, I can go <laughs> on and on and right. on. You know? So I think I think the shot at them was more than the mob squad. Well, I think you know? so. I agree with you. And I think that ultimately here's what where what sold me. Was was my my first uh, drop on it in this reefers, which is a Raiders fan radio oh, investigative report yes. series. A mob squad. Let me read you that definition one more time, and then and then uh, we're going to move on to the next segment in the chat room. But I want to hear a mob squad, a pure combination of majesticness and swag to form I love that. An, unbreak- an unbreakable band of brothers. I love that. That's it. That's all you need to I know. Love Let's that, go. Man. Let's go, yeah. mob squad. I love it. Let's go, Raiders secondary. I love that. And you know what? And you uh, and and you talked about uh, Ramley in the chat uh, because clearly there's no Rams fan radio. 
So, uh, so, <laughs> so thank you, Ramily, for joining. Uh, you and Hefe uh, KC should uh, should grab a beer and watch the show together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Also, too, Mosh, you know, something I didn't, I didn't mention in, in that last segment about the game, but, like, I'm going to give you a, a, a read from Tashawn Reed uh, on Twitter uh, in talking about the joint practices with the Rams, right, which, right. which I did mention were full of fisticuffs and whatnot. He says, looked like team drills were over. The Raiders' defense had a few lapses, but outplayed the Rams' offense today pretty clearly. Now, we're talking about the ones going against the ones. This is right, not right. the backups. They forced three interceptions and played well against both the run and the pass. No reason to go crazy, but it's an encouraging sign. And I think ultimately that's the big takeaway of, these, of, the, of this preseason activity is that, like, I feel encouraged. You feel encouraged. Chat room, I'm sure, uh, feels encouraged. Anybody who watched the game, man, uh, the, the, the big takeaway is, uh, is it be encouraged at what the Raiders are doing. You know, it doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily spell, you know, 17-0, and 0, uh, but we definitely uh, have got some serious momentum. All right, so with the latest um, uh, super chat that's in there, yeah, uh, Schmucky yeah, the Raiders. Flip it over to me because yeah, I haven't. I and haven't read them. Uh, and read, please read what their comments are, too, and they give, that, well, give us that I can't, money. Well, I can't scroll up that far, but uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear says, I'm starting to get more excited about Arnett this season. He seems to be taking it all more seriously than the earlier rumors indicated. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, so Schmucky the Raider Bear, a $5 donation. Tyrone Graves earlier, a $5 donation. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider says, I raised him and donated $5.01 to, uh, to the One Nation Foundation. And then Foxy Scorpio said, to hell with both of you, I gave a $9.99 donation. Ah, <laughs> yeah. nice. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So thank you guys so much. Uh, 100% of that money goes to the Raiders... Uh, to the One Nation there you Foundation. Go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and we've got a few, right? We've gotten a few donations. Yeah. Like, are you... Did you get them all? I think we had three or four. Aaron the Q Dog Raider, I saw, dropped a 501 on us. Yeah, there's a yeah, handful. That's what I said. Oh, yeah, he hit it. Oh, did yeah, I tune I out? Yeah. yeah, you tuned you out. Sorry, like, I was you reading working, you were for like 30 stuff. seconds, man. Yeah, oh, my yeah, yeah. bad. My yeah, bad. I, I was reading. I was trying to multitask. See what happened? This is why I don't read the chat. Hey, so. Because uh, I, I missed stuff. We <laughs> It was pretty funny. Somebody in the chat, uh, I think it was uh, Mr. Esparza says. We the new mob. We are in Vegas now. Last time I checked, didn't the mob run Vegas? Oh, let's go! I love it. That's badass, man. Who's that? Who's that? Esparza. Alfred Esparza. Alfred Esparza. Badass, man. I call him Mr. Esparza. I love it. Just the mob. The mob, man. I I love it, man. We we run in Vegas. I love it, guys. Great stuff. All right, so so next story we're going to get to here. Uh, This is long overdue. And uh, oh, yes, sir. Wait a minute, Navy Jet Forty Three, because uh-huh. they're all saying all kinds of stuff. You know, like who we should be known as. Yeah, Navy Jet Forty Three, Navy Vet Forty Three. Excuse me, Desert Storm. Oh, nice. oh I like that. Oh, I like nice. nice, nice, very good. Nice. Uh, all right, so um, long overdue story here, uh, and, and and I'm I'm really I'm gonna frankly I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you Raider Nation. Here we go. I'm going to turn this story over to our good friend Swag Jeff, to my yes. best friend of yours, because I'll be sour at, as Mosh would tell oh me when I get gosh. He tells me at times I can be a bitter pig when I, uh, I get about certain subjects. And I can be a bitter pig about Cliff Branch. Now, Cliff mm-hmm. Branch, thankfully, mm-hmm. was finally nominated uh, as, by the senior committee of the Hall of Fame 
and just like Tom Flores was last year, that's a really good indicator that you're going to make it in. It takes like 80% of the vote of the senior right, committee right. to finalize yes. it to get him in. But the reason that I get to be a bitter pig and I get to be sour grapes about it is because it's eerily similar to what happened with Kenny Stabler. Yep. And it feels like these guys had the bona fides. They had all of the career stats. They had all of the criteria that qualify them as a Hall of Famer. And to me, and I think a lot of people, the criteria to be a Hall of Famer is were you the best of which the time in which you played? Because you can't compare eras. We can't compare mm-hmm. Kenny nope. Stabler's numbers to Drew Brees because nope. it's playing in a different sport. You yeah. can't even compare Dan Marino to Drew Brees. If Dan Marino was playing in modern-day NFL, Dan Marino would throw for 6,000 yards. So point being, though, is that was Cliff Branch one of the best players at a position at the time in which he played? The answer to that question is an absolute slam dunk. So without me getting pissed off about him taking a while, it took a while, but thankfully we're there. Swag Jeff, tell us why. So, uh, uh, Cliff Branch has now been nominated to uh, join the Hall of Fame. Well, and I like I like that you brought up the quarterback thing because uh, because the, the player that I'm wearing number twelve, Ken Stabler, the right. greatest oh. Raider quarterback of all time. Uh, you know, it, this was a similar argument that we had for a long time until, uh, unfortunately, posthumously, uh, Stabler was inducted into the Hall of Fame. What was that? 2015. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but you know. D- to compare, the same comparisons were made between Ken Stabler and like a guy like Joe Namath. <coughs> yes, of course you can't compare Stabler to a guy like Drew Brees or something because now we're in the past, the past uh, NFL, you know, the past first NFL. Uh, but Ken Stabler 2016. had... 2016. Okay, 2016, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're uh, fine. I couldn't remember either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, so Joe Namath had 20, uh, 27,663 yards, 173 touchdowns, and 220 interceptions, where Ken Stabler... Had twenty seven thousand nine thirty eight yards more than Joe Namath, one ninety four touchdowns more than Joe Namath, and two twenty two interceptions also more than Joe Namath, but <laughs> just by a Jeez. couple. But you know, but that was an argument for a long time, and and so now the argument has been about Cliff Branch. Obviously, I mean, if you've listened to the show for for any amount of time, uh, Frank from NorCal twenty dollar donation to the One Nation Foundation. Ah, he uh, says put yeah. this in the kitty. Put that in the kitty. Appreciate yeah, there, you, there Frank, you from Frank from NorCal. Thank you so much. Um, hundred percent goes the one nation foundation. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but yeah, we talk about, uh, we talk about cliff branch, man. This guy uh, has, has been way overdue for the hall of fame. Now I also just saw that if he gets inducted this year, it will make NFL history with, uh, the first team that had, uh, how many players on one team, uh, make it to the, uh, to the pro football hall of fame. Oh, was that like eight, eight or yeah, like uh, it, was, it would like every offensive, uh, every offensive, uh, like skill player or something like that. Because if Cliff yeah, Branch yeah. makes it, then that means that Freddie B, uh, Ken Stabler, oh. and the entire offensive line right, right, right. makes it into the Hall of Fame. So they said if Cliff Branch makes it, it will make NFL history big time. Oh, in terms of like the amount of the a amount of offensive- players on a. Yeah, because Shell's there, Upshaw's yeah, there, exactly. like Otto's you know, there. Yeah, well, Otto's yeah. there. Well, Dalby's not, but some of the Bueller, some of those guys are. Yeah. but but three the, of the five of them, anyway. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah that's so, huge, dude. Great. Oh, Casper is yep, there. Great yeah. call out, man. Yeah. So that'll make NFL history, and and it will in 2022, or we riot. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. we riot. Yeah. So yeah. So in his career, Cliff Branch caught 501 catches for 8,000. 685 yards and 67 touchdowns. Those numbers are good, 
but yes, they don't hold up to the passing NFL. Uh, the all-time leading receiver, Jerry Rice, caught 1,549 passes uh, for 22,895 yards and 197 touchdowns. Yes, that is way better than Cliff Branch, but it's a different era. But that's it's, a West Coast offense. Yeah. It's apples and oranges, baby. Apples but when you look at Cliffy's average yards per catch, it's like 21 or something. Well, isn't I'm going to get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to get to that. Thunder. Yeah, I'll yeah, shut yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain on my parade. I'll just be sitting over here drinking truly. Just just pour another truly, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the passing league, uh, 2004, when Jerry Rice retired, I mean, it was a passing league. Uh, but when you look at his numbers, he has more career touchdowns at 67 than John Stallworth at 63, Bobby Mitchell at 65, Charlie Joyner at 65, Michael Irvin at 65, and Lynn Swan at 51. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we'll get and we'll get talk about him here in a second because he also has more career yards at 8,685 yards than Lynn Swan at only 5,662. What, bruh? Are you kidding me? Lynn say he's garbage, bruh. <laughs> garbage, man. You know what about Bull of Bob Hayes at seventy four hundred yards? Uh, Tommy McDonald eight thousand four hundred ten yards. Paul Warfield at eight thousand five hundred sixty five yards. And we're gonna be talking about uh, what about a guy that uh, that is gonna be in a Hall of Fame? Is he in the Hall of Fame? Randy Moss? Is he in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so. Didn't he go in already? I don't know. Yeah, didn't he just first, like last year or something? Like, didn't he? I don't second know. ballot? Yeah, first yeah, ballot. Yeah. No, 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 he's first ballot. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but you know what? He's the deep. He's the yeah. Twenty eighteen. A legendary deep threat. You know, yes, he had his little stint with the Raiders. Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. It didn't count. Uh, it didn't count. Uh, he averaged fifteen point six yards per catch. Very good. Yeah, that's very good. Very deep good threat. Yeah. What about Cliff Branch? Seventeen point three yards dude. a catch. Yeah. Are you serious? How is this guy not in the Hall of Fame? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And we're not going to let Murph talk about it because we'll be here until uh, <laughs> until midnight. I've got I've got I, numerous I, rants I, I already. Think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think Swaggy. I think I did these same these same stats. Yeah. I think Sonny did these same stats. I know you've done them seventy four times, <laughs> Murph. I you know I mean it's 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 so true. Yeah. So while you're over there, before you finish, I want you to think on this though, Swag. Okay, do it. Do you think possibly? And I know that the that that the Hall of Fame hates the Raiders. That's no doubt. No doubt. No. Yes. Are, could they be softening? Could could not necessarily the Hall of Fame be softening, but could those that vote yes. maybe see the atrocity I think so. that we've been dealing with for all these years going, you know what? You can get pissed off. You can hate the Raiders like we want you to, but let's give let's give them their due. I think so. You know, I think there's definitely a consideration to be made, which is this: is that Mark Davis made a lot of concessions to the NFL. Mark Davis allowed his team to play in London because look, the NFL didn't want the Raiders to be playing in Oakland anymore, at least not at the Coliseum. Yeah. Um, they didn't want it on TV. That's why we weren't in primetime games. Like, there's been a lot of anti-Raider sentiment in the NFL for a long, long time. Now, the, some of the beat writers will tell you, you know, like Dubo and some of these guys will try to make it like, oh, this doesn't exist, and that's a fan thing, and blah, blah, blah. 
BS, man. The NFL at one point hated the Raiders because of Al Davis because yeah. he tried to sue them. I get it. Like to think that that there wouldn't be some sort of bias in play, I think is being blind. Like there's going to be, whether it's intentional or a conspiracy or whatever, I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but I think that in the back of their minds somewhere, there was a disdain for the Raiders' shield because of what Al Davis did to and, the NFL. And I yeah. think that's so, why Storm said they waited until Al died. That's exactly right. So Al Al dies, then Mark comes in and starts making concessions to the league, allowing one less home game so they can play in London. We're always or we're always the late game on Monday night football, like whatever. Like he started allowing to be, and some fans would tell you, oh, Mark Davis is getting taken advantage of by the NFL. I don't think so. I think he slides a fox. I think he intentionally put himself in those positions so he could get the votes that he needed to get to the new stadium. Yep. And then now Come it's on. paying off. Come now on. we have the most beautiful stadium in the, in the league, a beautiful training facility. The Raiders are getting recognized in the Hall of Fame. Preach. We're not catching effing penalties the way that we used to be. Like, if you don't think that that's all part of one big picture that's yeah. been executed by goddamn Mark Davis, give that man props, man. I I'm starting to rant again. God dang it, I get pissed yeah, off. I yeah, love the Raiders. No, Go, you Jeff. Know, I, I get it, man. You know, I, I really do think that, uh, that that we're starting to come on the other side of this. Yes. You know, it's there been you a go. long it's been a long time coming. You know, the league hates the Raiders. Everyone hates the Raiders. And yes, a lot of people still do hate the Raiders. And we hate those guys. We don't like those guys. But I think the league might be kind of starting to move into another direction. You know, when we got guys like Tom Flores finally getting into yes. the Hall of Fame. You know, obviously, uh, Charles Woodson, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, but, you know, and now Cliff Branch is already the early, you know, senior member of the uh, nominees for the Hall of Fame for next year. I don't know, man. You know, I'm starting to think that maybe the tides are turning, and that is all because of Mark Davis. Is he kissing the right ass? Probably. You know, whatever that is. <laughs> and he's conceding to the NFL on certain things and playing nice and doing the right things and stuff. Yes, I think that we might be in, you know, might be on the other side of this now. Absolutely. I, I, I hope so. I think so. And uh, it's certainly, I'll tell you what, man, it's nice to celebrate the Raiders uh, the historical Raiders, um, you know, it was so great. I'm so thankful to be able to have celebrated as, as you are. I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of all of us. It was so wonderful to celebrate Tom Flores. It was wonderful to celebrate, of course, Charles Woodson, Wayne Mabry, uh, getting into the, to the Ford uh, Hall of Fans. Uh, and then now, of course, here we are at Cliff Branch. So, all right, I'm going to, uh, I've got a couple sound bites I want to get to. Before you get to that. Yes, sir. Uh, Big Bass Raider, $20 donation to the One Nation Foundation. Let's go, Big Bass Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. 100% of that money. Absolutely. And uh, Daniel Mangus with a shout-out to Murph that said he's also drinking Truly Ah, tonight. Hey. hey. Hashtag Truly Gang. Salud. 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 All right. got to stay hydrated during the show here. All right. um, uh, <laughs> so, all right, so let's check it. Look, it's one thing for three blowhards uh, to sit here and tell you why Cliff Branch should be in the Hall of Fame. But I don't know. Let's check in with a bunch of Hall of Famers that wore the silver and black and ask them why they think Cliff Branch should be in the Hall of Fame. So here's some of the names. Art Shell, uh, Kenny Stabler you're going to hear from. Uh, Tom Lamar, who I've become a big fan of. Uh, we've become a big fan of his work on Raider Maven uh, on Sports Illustrated. You're going to hear from a lot of good folks telling you about why Cliff Branch should be in the Hall of Fame. Why is Cliff Branch not in the Hall of Fame? Kenny Stabler said, when we came to the line of scrimmage, 
All anybody wanted to know about was where is Cliff Branch? <laughs> they were first and ten back again. Going deep to Branch up the left side. Head and head battle. And he makes a diving catch at the 30. He gets up. Nobody's touching. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. Touchdown Raiders. Cliff was Cliff. You can't cover Cliff. There ain't nobody to cover Cliff. I mean, here's a guy. His first Super Bowl was with us in 77. Um, for a couple more. And played well. And he matches with anybody. Something has to change with that. People in a Hall of Fame don't have as much of a credential like Clifton's. Cliff just had world-class blinding speed and a great deep threat. Teams changed their defenses for him. I'd like to have somebody explain why Cliff Branch isn't in the Hall of Fame. Should be in the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about that, but he's not, and we need to continue to say what needs to be done. Uh, you know, guys, I, I don't even want to play the last sound, but I just I feel like we need to leave it there. Um, you know, yeah. David Barker from the Hall of Fame called uh, Elaine. Uh, uh, I believe her last name is Anderson. I'm not, I remember exactly. But anyways, that's Cliff Branch's sister. Uh, and she's, I would assume, going to accept uh, the nomination on, on behalf of, 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 the, of, of Cliff Branch. Yes. And maybe even uh, be part of the induction cool. ceremony should he, should he get inducted. I but, love um, that. But it was a nice, a very nice sentiment um, from, from David Barker there uh, from the Hall of Fame calling, uh, calling uh, the, the sister and reaching out. And, and you know, it was amazing uh, of the clip. The best part is her saying, you know, when 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 David asked her, you know, you know, how does this feel? Uh, she said, this is inc- this is all Cliff used to talk about. You know, sadly, we lost Cliff a couple years ago. But that sentiment that this is all he used to talk about. And sadly, it's going to be posthumously. But thankfully, it's going to freaking happen. I got a feeling as much as the NFL or, or excuse me, as much as the Hall of Fame is is promoting this announcement it kind of leads you to the idea that it's an automatic induction. So yeah. I, I definitely yeah. applaud them for that, for getting it right. And so thankfully, we will see Cliff Branch get inducted. And then next is this guy. Nobody enjoyed a good dollar. Oh, let's go. More than sixth-year linebacker, Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah, there's certainly still more work to be done, but I think this was the obvious omission, yep. and so uh, yep. and we, we, we will definitely support uh, you know any other Raider uh, you know uh, going into the Hall of Fame. Well, of yeah. Uh, so speaking of Hall of Famers, okay, all right. So I don't think I'm going out on too much of a. It's probably a fan limb, but I don't care. It's a Raider show. I'm going to go there. Here's a couple guys that certainly one of them for sure um, that's stacking up and uh, building a Hall of Fame career. 100%. Uh, and so we're going to talk about a couple guys that have made it into the, uh, the the top 100. So every year, the NFL Network, usually in the offiest of the offseason, they're doing it a little late this year, but usually every year they do um, uh, the, the top 100 players in the league as voted on by the players. So it's a very unique um, uh, kind of list. It's not just like your typical list that gets assembled by reporters. This is actually assembled by uh, by NFL players. Excuse me. And uh, so it, this year so far in the top 100, um, the Raiders have two players. So let's go ahead and celebrate uh, both these guys that have been, that have made it into the top 100. The first one is uh, my good friend and yours, and we're number 28. Josh Jacobs comes Woo-hoo! in yeah. at number 68 on the list. What was that realization like? I'm in the NFL right now. 
This is, they're talking to the, one of the defenders from the Panthers. What's your realization that you've been in the NFL? Yeah, um, probably my first game. Josh Jacobs, first NFL running back I went against. I don't think he gets enough credit just for how good of a runner he is. I think he just still have that hunger. You know, he's not satisfied with, you know, just scoring a touchdown. You know, he won 150, 200 yards each game, and he wants the Raiders to say, okay, I'm going to give you the ball 30 times. He wants the guys to believe in him. You can tell the way he runs. Jackpot, baby! He got that dog in him, you know what I'm saying, where like, it don't matter who's in front of him, he's going he's gonna to try and bite some face off. We're going to hit the ass in the mouth! No yeah. And when they hit us in the mouth, we're going to bring that dog yeah, out, bro. Sir, sir. He has great contact balance. He has great explosiveness. Right there for the catch by Jacobs. Josh Jacobs received a penalty for his play against the Falcons, but there may be no better example of the power he packs into his 5'10, 220 pound frame. Watch how far Denard goes back. Holy smokes. Hey, 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 hey fellas, this 28 is a tough tackle. Everybody, all hands on deck. Everybody, run to the ball. Josh Jacobs, young running back. What different? That's <laughs> why. <laughs> he be running pissed off. Josh Jacobs is like a mini Derrick Henry. He runs so Good angry. Love it. Like he just woke up on the wrong side of the bed in the morning. <laughs> you see how he just lowered his shoulder? I love it. I love the way he runs. Josh Jacobs looking at him, lower his helmet and just yes. keep right on yes. rolling. Stiff armor defenders running defenders over. It makes defenders hesitant to come and tackle Josh Jacobs because he just runs so hard. This guy right here, I mean, he's about as impressive as they come in a young runner. He never quits. You see the tremendous leg drive, the never say die type of attitude. Jacobs, who rose four spots on the players list, became the first Raider since Marcus Allen to rush for back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. You can pick a Josh Jacobs play from any game he's ever played in his career. Josh, so just hand hands to him, and he's just running through people and with a smile on his face and just having fun. You know what I love about this is that, it like, and you you see like in all these highlights, and I if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go look. You can find it on YouTube. Watch the guy run; he's so freaking ferocious the way he runs, but he's quiet. And I love the comparison, calling him a mini Derrick Henry, because Derrick Henry's the same way. Like we've heard Derrick on busting with the boys a couple right. times, whatever. He's a pretty chill guy, but when it when that pads are on. It's a whole it's different biz- story, it's, it's man. It's all business, It's bro. all business, man. And so talk about that, Mosh. Like, isn't it? I mean, Josh Jacobs is just fun to watch, right? Yeah, well, they, 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 use the, they use the phrase uh, uh, contact violence. Oh. You know? And it's just, I mean, and the music they had talking about him, and it's just a smashing. And when you get that kind of respect from the other teams yes. that are there to tackle you, that they're the ones that are trying to stop you, man. Yeah. He's like, we're going to need all 11 of you. Everybody run to the ball. Yeah, you that know? was that was the Falcons there on defense, and the, yeah, all hands on deck 
when it comes to tackling Ooh. Josh Jacobs, man. And, they, and again, this guy's 5'10", 220 pounds. He's not a 260-pounder like, like Derrick Henry is, but he runs with that same level of, uh, of, you know, just like in Madden they call it trucking ability. It's yeah. like you talk about – or Walter Payton was like that. Finishing runs. Like they only fall forward. Right, you never right, knock right, them right. back. Right, you yeah. never tackle them straight to the ground. They're always going forward, and that's Josh Jacobs. So incredible yep. there. Congratulations on number yep. 68. We'll see and, you in the top 10 next year. And before we move on to the next – uh, so uh, a new new member of the uh, to, uh, to the RFR family. Uh, oh, okay. M- Michelle Ragsdale. Hey, Michelle. She says, "What's up, nation? Another, new to the channel. Another Raiders, Michelle. Another Come on, Raider, Michelle. Michelle. We love Raiders. Awesome. Michelles. That's fantastic. Apparently, you got to be named Jeff or Michelle to be part of the show. That's right. Yeah. From yeah. Hey, Michelle, <laughs> call the show <laughs> nine. Grab a pen. 909-345-3346. You call three times. You become a made woman on this show. And we've only got three. We've only got three, man. So Paul, yeah. Paul says Michelle Nation. Michelle Nation. Well, yeah, there you and, go. And, and my bestie Michelle Sweat says hashtag Team Michelle. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, don't you know Granny Raider? Her or the, the 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 third of the made women. Don't you know her name is probably Michelle? Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah. but anyways, uh, welcome uh, Michelle Ragsdale in there into the chat. Great to have you. Um, all right, so we got one more on the Raiders top one hundred list now. Yeah, we do. Unlike PFF, when they rank their top players. Go figure, the players in the NFL know more than a freaking stupid blog, right? Yep. So here we are talking about the, the guy that, that is wearing a number 35 in terms of the top 100, not 60-something like freaking PFF had him. But uh, so uh, number 35 on your list of top 100, uh, of course, he is number 83 on in your program, but number one in your hearts. He's <laughs> the, the best Player pound for pound on these on, on our Raider team. I don't think anybody would argue with that. And we're talking about the future Hall of Famer, Darren Waller. World class speed. One play stick out to me, man. It ended up getting called back, but like Sue got the ball and he was like gone, gone. And all I see is this big old guy, 83 running past. I'm like, man, who is this? Like, you know, he on the other team and he hawked him down. Let's go. Let's go. We got to spike the ball. Good job, man. Nice job. I'm bad at spiking. I'm bad at everything. Who needs to celebrate when you can do everything else? Best tight end in the league. Uh, I mean, I step on the field. I think I'm the best tight end in the league. Come on. Love it. You want to talk about an athlete. I mean, every time I see the guy run, it's just like a watching a Clydesdale fly around on the field. He's so light on his feet and such a big dude. He's a bigger guy, but he has the same skill set, the same tools as a smaller receiver. He's like a like a wide receiver, but in a tight end body. Guys that size with that type of athletic ability are just hard to find. That's how you're in the game. Right here. Right. 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 Definitely anomaly at a position. You line him up in one-on-one with a, with a linebacker nine times out of ten, he's going to win that matchup. So put a corner on him. He understands how to run routes, the timing of routes. He has the full route tree. He can go right, left, go. Try a safety. Looks, fires high, caught in the back of the end zone by Waller for a touchdown. He looked like a basketball player. You know, you just throwing the ball up. He just reminds me, remind me of a young Jimmy Graham. You just throw the ball up, he's going to go grab it. You can't coach that. You can't coach a guy to go up there and say, okay, I'm going to go take this ball off the top of the rim off this guy. He had that mindset if that ball in the air is, is his. I mean, somebody with his size who can he can move, run, catch like a wide receiver. It's a tough matchup. 
Um, I'll probably have to say the Jets game. I never even ever dreamed of going for 200 yards in a game. Not only my statistically best day, but one of the best statistical days ever for a tight end or just a receiver in general. In 2020, Waller led all tight ends with 107 receptions. No Raider has ever had more. Some people think I'm just still like a cute story. Uh, they think I'm like, oh man, he came back, like he's a drug addict, da, 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 da. That's great. I feel like people take inspiration from that, but I'm a great football player too. Ah, come on. I've never left a game feeling like this guy won. Never felt that way. All right, so here's what I, look, I got two, two quick points I want to make and toss it to you, Mosh. Number one, I think it's very difficult in life in general to be highly confident in your abilities and enough to be able to proclaim yourself as the best player at your position and still be humble while doing it. There is no arrogance to him. There is no cockiness to him. He is incredibly humble, but yet incredibly confident in his abilities at the same time. That alone is a rarity. And then in terms of, I led this segment off by saying, let's hear from the future Hall of Famer. And, and Storm in the chat said, whoa, easy. We need to see a few more seasons. I don't disagree with that. I'm not going to say that he's a Hall of Famer today. But what I am going to say is this, is just like with Cliff Branch, were you the best player at your position in which the time in which you played? The answer to that question today for Darren Waller is Absolutely. yes. So, like, yes, to right now he is a future Hall of Famer should he keep on the same progression of which he's working True. with. So, Mosh, what do you think about it? <clears throat> well, I, I, have, I have two thoughts on that. First thought is you can be, you can be confident – and he to to overcome what he has overcome, he had to have that confidence. Ah, he had to yeah. have that faith in himself and the ability to do what he needed to do to get back to where he wanted to be. Once he's attained that level, there's no shame in that game by saying, hey, I, "I'm good." You know, he yeah. he wasn't he wasn't pulling a, a, a Vince McMahon promo here, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. he's just saying. I, 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 I did what I had to do, and I keep doing it. And and you can think what you want about me, but but my play shows what I can do, and and that's what he's saying. You know, right, right, absolutely. He's not boasting about what he's gonna do. He's boasting about what he did. I like it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Jeff? Absolutely. So uh, so shout out to uh to Simone Raider. Simone hey, Raider. Hey, what's chat, up, Simone? Man. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. My butt. My buddy. That's my buddy, my yeah, Vegas yeah. buddy, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, man. So, uh, so he he posed the question in the chat and said, "Is is Darren Waller the best Raiders tight end of all time? Most athletic, certainly. Slam dunk. Yeah, you um, know. And I'm and I'm gonna say this, man. He he puts another couple seasons like what he did last year. Yes, absolutely. Nobody will ever touch his numbers. No one will does. ever touch his numbers yeah. and, and and his athletic ability. Yes, I think if he does a couple more years like what he did this year, he will be the greatest Raiders tight end of all time. And, and that's, that's saying that's a saying lot, that's right. That's right. Man. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a, I put up a post on Twitter. I, I took a shot at there was a, a Chiefs website that said, um, "How does one franchise get two the, two of the greatest tight ends of all time?" And of course, they're talking about Kelsey and and, and Tony Gonzalez. And and I responded to it. I quoted it and I said, "Darren Waller and Dave Casper." Just lucky, <laughs> just lucky, I guess. And some people came at me, some other Raider fans, and they're like, "What about Todd Christensen? What about Raymond Chester? Whatever." Sure, I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay, but the article said the two best. So I pick if if to answer your question, if I had to pick the two greatest Raiders tight ends of all time, 
this is no disrespect, clearly, to Todd Christensen or Raymond Chester, or even Zach Miller, who had some great years with the Raiders. But, like, it's, I think Darren Waller will, he's, he's, he's on a different level. You're talking about a guy that's got unprecedented size with unprecedented speed, unprecedented account, uh, a, catching yeah, ability. He's a wide receiver turned like, tight end. They just heard it in the clip there. He's got more catches than any other Raider tight end in history. So I know we're in a different era of football. So, But that doesn't take away from what he's doing. So the accomplishment-wise, I think, yes, as of right now, greatest of all time, it's Casper. That's that's sure. done. But two or three or four six years from now, right, right, Marsh, right. it might be Darren Waller, right? Could be. Could be. I, I mean, you know, we got the ghost of the post, but who knows what we're going to have, you know? Absolutely. With, with Waller, yeah. It's Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, hey, enough from us. You guys have been listening to us now for, <laughs> for 90 minutes. Uh, let's, let's check in with you. Let's hear from the best of Raider Nation in the Sea of Fans mailbag. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's caught. He's thrown. It is. (laughs) All right. We appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Of course, our good friend, Raider Born Rico, is in there. Good friend, Eye Patches in there. Good friend, Lee. All oh, everybody in there is a good friend of ours because we love we love Big you guys. Big Easy Aussie Raider. I mean, there's a ton of Daniel Mangus, uh, Paul Samoan. Uh, yeah, Rico is still with us. Absolutely, Reese Rock is in there. Jack Kenna is in there. Uh, preach Aaron. Uh, Aaron, did you say Aussie Raider Aaron? Yet? I did. Okay, all right. Yeah, Bob Ellis is in there. Christopher Senna is in there. Uh, let's see who else have we got. Michelle Sweat, of course, is in there. Uh, Avalino is in there. Avalino Ramos, yeah, and then of course Michelle Ragsdale joining us for the first time. Appreciate all of you joining us. So, in addition to joining us live here on the show in the chat, which we appreciate so very very much at YouTube.com/slash Raiders Fan Radio, you can call us. 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Leave us a message, and if we play it three times on the air, we refer to you as a made man or a made woman. Actually, I haven't showed this yet on the show. So so get made. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So get made. I got some new I got some new ink here. I'm getting that tattoo next. So get, I'm getting it next. Get made. It's underneath my Raider tattoo there. So, yeah, get made, Raider Nation. And, uh, and yeah, call the show three times. But you can also get made by emailing the show. So all you got to yeah. do is email. You mean you don't have to have a tattoo? No, you don't even have to have a tattoo. So show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. Email the show, and Mosh will read your email. And if you do that an indefinite amount of times, we will refer to you as a made man or a made woman. And Uncle Mosh, who do we have tonight? Dear Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swaggy Jeff, Granny and Grampy Raider, coming to you from St. John's, New Brunswick, Canada. Drive until you hit the Atlantic Ocean and you'll find us. In previous communications, I have wished for a defense that was feared. I believe that I've gotten my wish. While I do not condone violence, seeing teammates take hits in a friendly scrimmage that could potentially take them out for weeks and then see teammates stand up, it reminds me of Raiders of old. Of course, I'm referring to the bench-clearing brawl on day two of practice (laughs) against the Rams. Regardless of the blame, though I suspect dirty hits, the fact that the team came together to defend their teammates says something. It says passion. 
It's it says having each other's backs. It says screw you, you're not taking it. Finally. One of the problems with the Raiders of past was there didn't seem to be a team mentality. A one for all and all for one mindset. Gruden seems to have achieved that. When soft-spoken Josh Jacobs is talking smack, you know there's been a temperature shift in the locker room. Speaking of Mr. Jacobs, and we just did, I'm a fantasy football player. I was told in every firm, I was told, excuse me, in very firm tones that I did not draft Jacobs. I should buy a new couch because that's where I'd be sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Granny Raider doesn't mess around. In all seriousness, the team looks good. Never a sincerely made man and only made couple. Granny and Grampy Raider, third made woman. The offense has never a question, and the defense seems to be tougher. Let's hope. Sorry, guys. The end of yeah, that message was a little messy, but he, he <laughs> it really was. Sorry, guys. The end of the message was a bit off. Comes of drinking Canadian rye whiskey. Oh well, then you're oh, excused. Oh, yes, of course. No worries. Yes, yes. Don't know if you've tried it, but it's quite different from American whiskey. We'd have to refer to Jeff on that one. Jeff? Yeah, I, that, I, I, don't, I don't I don't know. do brown liquor. Well, I don't either. You, if, if you've been a fan of the show for a long time, you know Jim Beam will get you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeff's not shy about the whiskey. That's well, right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the last bit should be read. The offense was never in question, and the defense seems tougher. Hopefully, sincerely, you know the rest. Grampy Raider. Let's go. Awesome. Granny and Grampy Raider. Absolutely. Yeah. The only the only made couple uh, here in the fan cave. Always love to hear from them and uh, and appreciate their longtime Raider fandom. Uh, you know what I love about them is that in previous emails, uh, Grampy has told us that they, uh, they, they hang out and play Scrabble and listen to our show. I that love that. So it's like cool. the background and, for and drink rye whiskey and drink rye whiskey. Canadian yeah. rye whiskey. <laughs> that sounds like a great night. I know, right? Like I want to hang out with Granny and Grampy Raider and drink. Seriously, yeah. those are my people. Absolutely. <laughs> Hello, RFR family. The preseason is finally here, and here are my takeaways from the first preseason game. Number one, the defense looks nasty. The defense finally looks like a unit that can close out games. The reports from camp are encouraging, and I look forward to seeing how the defense comes together. But the first sight is encouraging. Number two, the offense looks explosive. The offense looked explosive even without the first string out there. Peterman looked poised and confident. He knew exactly what to do and didn't look lost. I look forward to seeing Mariota. See if he can put up the same performance otherwise the second string job is Peterman's to lose. Mm. Mm. I, I, I look to you. Uh, anything? All right, here we go. Number three. <laughs> I mean, I agree. Yeah. Raider Nation is in full force. 5,000 people were in attendance for this game that did nothing as far as the win or loss record. It was loud. It was crazy. I loved every minute of it. I was in tears hearing the roar of Raider Nation for the first time since December 2019. I can't wait for opening day because that stadium's going to be loud and rocking when the Ravens come to town. In the words of Porky Pig, that's all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud <laughs> man. Two-time Sizzler, Gemini Award winner, 2020, Soros Loser winner, 2021, <laughs> Defender. <laughs> I know Kill Jadis is on your heels. I love this kid. Oh. Yikes. Yikes. And then Yikes. The, his last sentence is. Yeah, said it at me, Kill Jadis. <laughs> his last sentence, Defender of the Godfather's Chair. Oh, hey. let's go. That was, I'm going to put incredible. that aside. That was a great ending. Great job. Was that Daniel or Matthew? Matthew. Matthew. Nice job, yeah. Matthew. Mangus. What do we call that? The Sad Sack Award? <laughs> yeah, the Sad Sack for the sorest loser. So right now, yeah, we got Matthew and uh, Kill Jadis neck and neck. Hey. Hello, people. <laughs> Here I am again with another email. This is Raider Chemist with another honest opinion. First off. I would like to give you guys some respect for being awesome Raiders fans and having a program that week in and week out is entertaining enough that I would skip WWE SummerSlam at Allegiant Stadium in favor of the butt whooping that Swaggy got on the show. <laughs> hey, true. Uh, nice. With that being said, I'd like to address something that happened with my last email. I'm sorry, but I was not aware that the Game of Thrones reference were out of bounds and will not be included on my emails anymore. Okay. On to Raiders stuff. Oh, I might I don't know. I might have edited something along the way. I don't remember. Okay. Or yeah. if I didn't understand it, I might not have read it. Maybe that's what I don't what know. Well, I don't know yeah. any, uh, the only thing well there's about, a lot of like well, there's a lot of things that happen on that show. Uh, the only thing about Game of Thrones I know is the slot machine they have in Vegas. It's a Game <laughs> yeah. of Thrones. It they can't show some of that yeah, stuff on the slot all, machine. It ain't all dragons. We'll just say uh, that. I got gotcha. okay. you. Right. I actually live in Vegas, and I am really excited for the new season. I'll be attending some of the games, so I hope to see you guys at some point. I do think that the new rule for the stadium is good since it does what is best for the people that will be attending. I know you guys have addressed this, so I will say this only. Everyone is free to make their own choices, but the the... Oh, he's got their spell check must have got him. Okay. But the pandemic still rages on, and so I choose to be as safe as possible for everyone around me as much as myself. And as I perk, I get and as a perk, I get to go to a Raiders game. As for the team, there is some obvious things that we have to be worried about, some red flags that will come and bite us in the butt sooner or later. I agree with that, but it stupefies me that no one other than Raider fans have very little faith in their team. Even Vegas have them winning less than eight games this season. Some are even putting the Broncos on top of the Raiders, and only in their dreams, and they barely <laughs> made up their minds on starting Bridgewater. The Chargers seem to be the favorites to come in second in the division. Why? Because they have a promising young QB? For the most part, the new QBs can do very well until opposing defenses figure them out, which is probably going to be the case this season. I remember when Carson Wentz seemed like the savior in Philly or the days when Brock Osweiler was the, <clears throat> the up-and-coming new QB in Denver. How did those work out? Yeah, right. The jury's still out on Justin Bear. I refuse to call him Herbert. Hey, Bear, and for all the talking heads, to, because, uh, you know, I have that French background. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you love the French. Yeah, I do. And for the talking heads to think he is the biggest threat to KC is ridiculous. Finally. KC sucks! <laughs> Enough said. 
Anyway, this season will be awesome. I'm really looking forward to having a defense, any defense that would be better than the dumpster fire that we had with Paul Gutter. Paul Gutter. <laughs> Paul Gutter. <laughs> I don't think that was a. That, I don't think that was a. Uh, no, that's not uh, a typo. No, that's not correct. a typo. Uh-uh. And I'm hoping for some of the young guys to step up and help us reach the playoffs. I'm predicting a KC sweep this year and a good playoff run. So take that, Mike Florio. We'll be leaving you guys for now. Have fun this season and go Raiders. Sincerely, Raider Chemist. Nicely nice. done, Raider Chemist. Nice. Gentlemen, can I can I insert something here? Please do. do. I now, need a drink. I I don't I don't uh I'm not going to uh, assume that Raider Chemist is is a is a fella or but because you could be a chemist, you could be a male or female to be a chemist. Sure. But I was married we, to a chemist once. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But knowing that uh, the majority of our show is, is of, a, of of a male origin, well, how don't we just say this? I think Raider Chemist has emailed us enough. I think it's time. Okay. I think it's time. I think Raider Chemist qualifies. We've now gotten four you know or five we, you emails. You know what we should have done? What's that? We should have we should have made Caller Greg from Tennessee. Oh, oh. We're going to run out of time. Let's go ahead and make Raider we'll Chemist next, instead. We'll get, we'll get Greg next we'll time. We'll get him next time. And Raider Chemist, congratulations. You yeah, are the newest. We, we'll, 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 do, we'll, do, we'll do Greg when we do Peacock. When we get the, yeah, the when we get Peacock. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. So we congratulations, Raider Chemist. You are the newest made man here on Raiders Fan Radio. Take note, Paul. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break. Hearts. Congrats to you, Raider Chemist. Welcome to the family. Yay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. yes. All right, Uncle Mosh, what else we got? Excuse me. Uh, I hey, hope that it's... I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, Go ahead. But before, before we get to this sure. email, uh, th- there has been a trade. Uh, this is up-to-date stats oh, with the Raiders. We got breaking news? Breaking news. Okay. So, uh, uh, the Raiders have made a trade with the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, they have uh, okay. sent they have sent a sixth round pick to the Carolina Panthers for a seventh round pick from the Panthers and a former second round pick uh, linebacker uh, Denzel Perryman. Oh, yeah, interesting. What, yeah, former second round pick man. Uh, Storm okay. says he's a tackle machine. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. So he's a depth ooh. player. That's not a starter for us. That's a depth player for sure. That fills in. Uh, wow! So the the injuries there that we've had a linebacker are significant. I think that's a little disappointing for us, just on a you know local level. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, but all right, good stuff there, Swago. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Evening, all. I hope this email finds you well. A serious note to begin with. I'd like to send my best wishes and condolences to everybody affected by the terrible floods in Tennessee over the last week. It's an awful thing to see, and I wish everybody well. For those of you that, that have missed that, we had uh, last Saturday, 
we had a, a situation where uh, a storm cell stopped over a section where actually where Swaggy J and and where Murph uh, go f- part of their business, sure. and th- it, it dropped uh, untold amounts of rain. It was it one spec- section it was called McEwen, Tennessee. They got 17 inches of rain in like six hours. Yeah, and crazy. some of these uh, some of the, the, these creeks swelled up, making their way to the Tennessee River. And it was unbelievable. There was the, the, the they figured out that the water backed up at a train trestle. There was some debris and stuff got stuck in there. And then when it finally broke through, it was like a twelve foot wall of water that came rushing down this creek and this this poor little town called Waverly, Tennessee. Um, all these these houses and and stuff were it was over five hundred houses were destroyed or damaged. Some of them were seen actually knocked off their foundations floating down the river. It's just unbelievable. So, Paul, thank you for that. We know that everybody here in Tennessee's uh, thoughts and, and wishes and prayers are with those folks that were affected by that. I appreciate you from uh, across the pond giving, uh, giving a shout-out to those folks. I'm sure the win over the Rams and the, the Khalil, the, <laughs> he calls them Khalil, Mac possible trade phone call will feature heavily throughout the show this week. Plus, as I write, I've just seen the excellent Cliff Branch Hall of Fame news. This week, however, I've decided to be a little different. A couple of weeks ago, when the brilliant Michelle was on the show, you asked her how she became a part of Raider Nation. So I've composed a small poem about my journey, my journey so far as a Raider. It's called The Ups and Downs of Being a Raider. I started my journey in 81. AFN Europe was on the air. Alabama at Penn State was my first football game. I was taken in by the theater and flair. I tuned in again the following week. NFL was the game of the day. Bill King, Chargers at Raiders, a hell of a game. I knew then that's the place I would stay. Through various means, I gathered the news. The Raiders were going to L.A. All I could see from the media I had was a hate-filled agenda at play. Now, I'm a stubborn old fool, a stubborn old fool, and I saw all the jibes didn't watch them go watch someone else. But the Raiders were different. The Raiders were special. I'm a Raider. It made perfect sense. When I first saw that silver and black uniform, it looked like a small piece of heaven. And the guy that carried my hopes and my dreams was the Judge Lester Hayes. Then came Bo Jackson, a giant of a man, injured by the law of the sod. How good would this guy have been for us? Hall of Fame, a legend, a god. Through the darkness of Shanahan and Kiffin, thin and thinner, the pain and the tears, we've now reached a point where the future is bright to help dampen the miserable years. Heroes were few for quite a long time. The list would fit on the head of a pin. We've been through a lot and earned our rewards, and to abandon them would be a sin. Black Sunday is such a fond memory, but man, it's a long time ago. It's time for a new Heroes in Silver and Black. Do your own running with the night, fellas. Let's go. Nice, nice. So our hopes are the same and our dreams never fade as we start a new season in Vegas. A fourth in the trophy room and one hell of a parade. John Gruden is the man that will save us. One thing is consistent on this journey of mine as the Raiders continue to thrive. 
past, present, and future win, loser, tie. See it all on RFR Live. Oh, nice. Incidentally, nice. incidentally, that first Raiders game I listened to finished Chargers 55, Raiders 21. Dan Ooh. Fouts threw for six TDs. Mark Wilson and Jim Plunkett had three interceptions between them. I, I should have known then that things wouldn't be easy. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go and do those idiots on the wrong side of the bridge. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, Five Time, Five Time, Five Time, plus, plus one, one winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Nice. Paul. 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 Your name Paul. Paul. Hi. I'm Paul. I appreciate you, Paul. Appreciate all the fabulous emailers that we had tonight. And please send us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. All right, we're going to jump into the calls here and then get out of here for the night here at the top of the show. Uh, hey, one thing I did forget <laughs> to mention is that I, I, I found this on Twitter. This, is, um, this comes from Raider Nation Radio, not to be confused with Raiders Fan Radio. Raider Nation Radio, which is 920 a.m. in Vegas. And they put out a poll, who is the biggest Raider hater in the national media. I meant to run this by you guys earlier. Ooh. So I want to run this by you guys. I'm going to give you a list of four, and then I'll tell you who won. All right, so Mosh, amongst the choices of Mike Lombardi, my voice cracked there. I'm going to yeah, Peter, dude, you got all Peter, Peter Brady. Brady. <laughs> Mike Lombardi, Colin Coward, Mike Ooh. Florio, or Mike Silver. Apparently got to be named Mike to be a Raider hater, uh, unless your name's Colin. But so out of the, those four choices mike lombardi colin coward mike florio mike silver mosh who would you say is the biggest raider hater in all of national media mike silver mike silver i love that choice mike silver uh swag jeff who do you got well i'm surprised jim rome wasn't on that list eh, he's just an la he guy goes, yeah. Yeah, but, but i would say i would say coward coward dig it that's a good choice all right so here's the I, I I won't tell you what my answer is because I'm looking at the at the list here. So coming in at number four is Mike Silver at only eleven percent huh. of the vote. Now this is seventeen hundred, almost eighteen hundred votes. So it's it's a legit poll. I would have voted Silver higher if I had to rank them, but he wouldn't have been my number one per se. But that's a great one, Mosh, because he's on NFL Network and he used to work for the Raiders, and then Al Davis fired his ass, and now he's yeah. Been- and he was he's one of the only ones that have ever been fired that Al Davis by Al Davis that didn't know. That's part of the getting hired by Al Davis is <laughs> jackass, <laughs> yeah. you stupid shit, you're going to get fired by him. I just it pisses me off, and I don't ever cuss. But you seriously, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's awesome. I apologize. It's part of the process. Mom, if you're listening. Oh, my gosh. I love it, Mosh. I love the passion. All right. So Mike Silver comes at 11%. Mike Lombardi, 
comes in at 16%. All right, so another guy that was worked in the front office with the Raiders and got fired. So Mike Lombardi at oh 16%. Oh, my God, they're such idiots. All right, so then Colin Coward, your choice, at 23.9%. But the king of Raider hating uh-huh. in the media, Mike effing Florio from that st- – I won't even give the letters because I hate no. that stupid website. 48% of the vote went to Mike Florio for the biggest Raider hater in national media, and I couldn't disagree with that choice. Couldn't happen to a nicer jacket. Was that Paul that just mentioned him as well? Uh, yes, yeah. I believe it was Paul uh, that mentioned Florio. It's stupid Florio. All right, so anyways, all right, let's get to the voicemails here. Uh, let's hear from the best of Raider Nation. Hit the more top of, of the show. Top of the show. More of you and less of us is a good thing. And listen, fellas, all right, you ready for this? We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot on this one. We've got some incredible voicemails tonight. Leading off, of course, with the gentleman that heads the faction because every group of uh, every 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 crew needs a captain, and the leader of the made man and the made women is the uh, one and only Aaron, the Q Dog Raider, and he always leads off this segment. Greetings, Don Murphy, Siglary Moss, on the boss, Sonny, a sergeant at arms, a successful Big Raider trucker, Mojo from the Universe Peace, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Ron the Made Raider, Nation. Sunday afternoon will be the culmination of our preseason experience against the Santa Clara 49ers. Now, <laughs> the Raiders return back to the Bay Area as underdogs, but you know what? Screw the Chiefs. Uh, per Vic Tafer, uh, he put in a report that the Raiders contacted the Bears to inquire about the availability of now 30-year-old uh, he who shall remain nameless uh, for serviceability in uh, 2021. As amazing as it sounds, and I can almost hear Peaches and Herb singing in the background, reunited and it feels so good. Uh, number reunited because we understood. 52, uh, he's not coming to any podium in the Henderson facility anytime soon. It ain't happening. At this point, them moving on from uh, number 52 um, is going to be too much of a cap hit for the Chicago Bears. The Bears, um, they can continue to keep that guy. They needed to save the salary space, and his contract allowed for them to do it. Now, speaking about our Raiders, having signed Yannick Ngakwe, I'm cool with that, to a two-year $26 million deal far more economical for our team. And you put him up against uh, Max Crosby and uh, the former number four pick, Cleland Furl. Um, you know, by any objective standards, I mean, that guy hasn't lived up to his number four ranking and status, but that line is coming together. Now, remember, we're going to have to trim our roster on August 31st at 1 p.m. Pacific time down to 53 men. Now, silver linings. Ron the Raiders neighbor, uh, David Baker, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, has finally made the announcement that Raider Nation has been clamoring for. Cliff Branch has finally been nominated as a senior finalist for the 2022 Hall of Fame. Branch, who passed away in 2019 at the age of 71, who happens to be the same age as my father if he lived, uh, was denied in life what he achieved in the hereafter. After watching, you know, the act of Drew Pearson during his recent acceptance speech this summer, the argument as to why Cliff Branch continued to be on the outside of the Hall of Fame looking in was immediately moot. Congratulations. The hit list. Razul Douglas, Marcel Aitman, Darius Stills, Corliss Waitman, Parker Eamon, Ender, whatever the name is, he's not on the <laughs> roster anymore, Jim, Rome, Mike, Wilbon, Insurrectionist, and of course, Mike Dicker. Rue. Rue, let's Rue. go, man. Nice. 
Love it, Capo. Great call, as always, my friend. And I appreciate hearing from Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. All right, we got three, or actually, we got four other voicemails to get to tonight. So we're coming in hot, man, and these are some good ones. First, let's check in with not just Daniel, but also Matthew Mangus. Oh, oh wow. the keeper of the Godfather chair. Yes. Beautiful. Fremont, California. As you know, Said the no committee ever. has spoken August 24th and finally, finally, number 21, Cliff Branch is a senior finalist. Now, we all know this doesn't mean you get in. It means you have a likelihood of getting in. I still say this to the Pro Football of Fame. <laughs> you. <laughs> nice. All right? Because it shouldn't have taken the senior committee to put him in. He should have already been in. Oh, yeah, and Swag, I have a very, very special someone here who has a message for you. Oh. Hello, Swag. This is uh, Matthew Mangus from Fremont, California. You're staying out of the Godfather's chair, I'm assuming. Oh, nice. Well, yes, your uh, daily ass whooping for staying out <laughs> oh. of the Godfather's chair is scheduled for 4 p.m. tonight. Oh. Nice. For swag. You better be a good boy. Swear to God. This is going to come down. Put the candy ass whooping on your candy ass. Just a mouth. With the twins. Ah. Oh, Chuck oh. Let's go. Dang. Mangus Brothers, what I tell you, man? Man, they Holy brought cow, it. Man. They brought it. They coming in strong. hot, man. Coming they, in hot on this they one. They better watch out. I'm gonna stun them. Oh, they, they must have one of those. He he must have one of those things where he can record his voice. No, and there's his, two of them. Mom. Yeah, okay. There is. It really is two different people. Uh huh. Holy cow, man. That was fantastic, man. I love it that they're coming at you. So we've got so a two versus one. So we've got a handicap match. Right, working. right, right. We've got right now, we've got Sh- Michelle. I hope she accepted the offer uh, to be the guest referee. Yeah. Mosh and I will call the match. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Well, and I guess we'll, we'll just have to do it here in the fan cave. If, we've done okay. worse here in the fan cave. <laughs> Meng, uh, Meng guy, book your flight. Oh, <laughs> book your throat. Love book it, your love flight. It, love it. Let's talk. Let's talk more action, bro. Oh, oh, dang, Jeff. Let's but, talk more action. We have right. an extra microphone for when the man guy That's show it. up. <laughs> when the, when they the won't need them, one. When the one of them shows up, there you go. They won't need one. Mosh, Mosh the ultimate uh, commitment to the conspiracy theory. Yep, he yeah, says, hey, I got we're to. only going to have one microphone set up for you. All right. <laughs> All right. Next up, let's, okay. All right. Let's, let's shift gears a little bit. We're coming in hot, but this is still, this is amazing. Hang on. Incredible voicemails tonight. Turn the lights down. Turn them down. If you got some, got some lights, you can dim okay. down. If you got some candles. You know what that into, means. If you're into aromatherapy. Therapy, maybe some hot rock massages, like whatever oh, your wow. whatever your thing oh. is. Just just Where's everybody. Sonny's intro music. Oh, what's uh what I that very one. first one? Yeah, okay, here we go. Yeah. Turn, turn it turn it down a little bit, Josh. Okay, all right. Turn it down. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, all right, just like that. But I can't play them both at the same time. Yeah. Now. Okay. All right. What are we getting? Setting the tone. It's yeah. time. Yeah, boys and girls, Michelle, the new Michelle, the old Michelle. All the Michelles <laughs> and three fourths of the Jeffs. Get ready. Here we go. Play it. Hey guys, three fourths of the Jeffs. So I think for me, two precision games are enough to evaluate 
the player that I was interested the most. I'm talking our first pick, Alex Leatherface Leatherwood, the Pensacola Chainsaw Massacre. And I'm very satisfied with what I've seen, as I think it satisfied my 2020 Raiders coach of the year, Tom Cable. I mean, the only moments the both games were flowing were when he was playing the snaps, allowing the quarterback to go deep for the receivers and the running backs to find different gaps. Against the Seahawks, he was busy dealing with two defenders at the same time. Uh, nobody could detach Peterman from the right side. And against the Rams, he contained perfectly a man till the end of every down while pushing for the run. So zero mistake from this guy. I love him already. It's an A-plus to me. Now, for once, we are uh, not excited about the new running back on the team like we were for Bowden or Chris Warren III, for example. Here comes Trey Regas as a sleeper. He's an opportunist. He got vision. I definitely want him on the team and see what he can do in the regular season. On the defensive side of the ball, I think we can all agree Nate Hobbs made a statement especially in the last game. There's not a lot to talk about it. Uh, we all saw what he's capable of. Now, I got to say that my prayers go to my man, Jevin White. I remember how happy I was when he went undrafted in 2020. I was talking to you on a voicemail about what a perfect fit for the team would have been from a guy who was playing for the Rebels, had a great 2018-2019 season, raising in triumph the Chucky doll after a pick against North, Northwestern University, then looked like he couldn't make the team, then he had another chance, then, the, then this, the injury. So I hope the best for this guy who's fighting for a Raiders jersey with all his passion. Hope the best for you, my man. Now, I want to talk about something very important because we always say this is a show about the fans first and foremost. And this is a concern. The nation, the nation can be divided about this matter. And it's a duty to talk about it. And I don't agree. So the pineapple doesn't belong to pizza. And that's the bottom line. Inside of that, I'm not a guy that... Will tell you what to do, wear this, don't wear it, do this, do that, and blah, blah, blah. It's just a waste of time. It's just a waste of breath. But the only thing I can tell you, and it's a message from my heart, the only thing you have to do, and follow my tips, trust me, is have your shots of whiskey and wear your smile. Because yesterday is gone and tomorrow might not be here. So live your present day the best you can because there's only 24 hours in it. And enjoy the, and enjoy the day. So, saying that, fuck the Rams, fuck the Lib, and fuck the Talibans too. Love you guys. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Rico yeah. is the damn best, man. Thank you so much, Raiderborn Rico, for calling. You're always bringing the thunder, man. Like I said, I'm coming in hot and staying hot. And hey, listen, to any of you, any of you folks that are in remote parts of the world, okay? So, uh, you know, we have so many listeners, of course, in Australia and in and, and, and the UK and, you know, anywhere you're at. Like a lot of folks I've heard before when I've asked them about calling in, 
that you know it's really expensive for those like you know overseas rates to call into the mm-hmm. show. Rico will record his voicemail and then email it to me. Yeah. That's why it sounds so amazing. Yeah, he's not oh. doing it on the phone. So for any of our UK or anybody that's that's not in the continental United States, if you want to call the show. Please just record us a voicemail and then email it to us. Email it to show at RaidersFanRadio.com and we will definitely be honored to play it because we <laughs> always love hearing from all of our folks around the globe and, uh, and definitely a great way to get in touch with us. Pineapple, uh, Pineapple B122 says, Rico's right. I don't belong on no pizza. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. All right, let's get check in. We've so, got one, go, go ahead, Mike. One more. Yeah. iPad says, Rico even makes the word Taliban sound sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Man, that's awesome, man. I love Good Rico. Good job, Rico. He's so great, man. Love our buddy Raiderborn Rico in the Canary Islands. All right, we've got two more to get to. And, uh, man, so this is this gentleman's second call to the show. Okay. All right. So call us one more time. And uh, we will refer to you, just like Raider Chemist, as a, the newly crowned made man here in Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, this is cool, Mosh. You're going to love this one. Let's hear from our buddy O.G. Daniel. Yeah, this is O.G. Daniel with Chronicles of the Black Hole. I just wanted to let you blasphemers know that pineapple and ham don't belong in a pizza. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to bring up is, God, I'd love to hang out and drink with Uncle Mosh. We're probably the same age. Yeah, <laughs> and I have a feeling we win a bar fight, and we're old. Um, <laughs> the other thing I want to tell you is I was shocked today about the Jets camp shutting down um, practice because, and they brought the NSA, Homeland Security, and the FBI in. I guess they reported a white uh, subs, powdery substance um, <laughs> at, at the facilities, got sent to them. They didn't know how to react, and then the FBI uh, figured out it was an end zone, and the Jets didn't know, you know, what that was. <laughs> and then uh, I guess practice resumes as normal tomorrow. Just want to give you guys a heads up. Jets are lagging behind. J-E-T-S just end the season. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Just end the season, J E T S. I love that white powdery substance. Yeah. That's the end zone. They've never seen it before. <laughs> I love that. So good, man. Great to hear from you, OG Daniel. One more, buddy, and uh, you can become a made man. All right, so one more to get to. So before we get to the last call. Now, one of the things we do around here is we award a Sizzler Award, and that goes out to the best email or the best phone call of the night. Of course, that uh, that uh, that call goes to Uncle Mosh to determine who the best email or phone caller is. So before we get into this last call, we just remind you of that. Chat room, we want to know who you liked, uh, who you enjoyed hearing from tonight. And uh, let's check in with our, our, our last made man of the evening, and he is the historian, Houston Raiders Steve. Murph Mosh, swag Jeff. Made men, made women, nation. Houston Raider Steve just heard earlier tonight that uh, Cliff Branch is the senior finalist for the players for the Hall of Fame. He's got to get 80% of the vote. We got Coach in because he got 80% of the vote. Now let's get Cliff in. Boy, I tell you, he's got uh, two persons got nothing on uh, on Cliff Branch. And Will Rogers would like uh, our good friend Cliff Branch, number 21, speed kills, native Houstonian. Got a real quick Cliff Branch story. Back when uh, Tim Brown was going into the Hall of Fame for the induction, we got a bunch of Houston Raider Nation together. Ira Matthews was there. Cliff Branch was there. I was surprised. I didn't know Cliff was going to be there, but Cliff Branch was there. 
And I had went to this place that used to make uh, Raider cakes for me sometimes for special occasions. And this is definitely a special occasion because, you know, Tim Brown, besides Cliff, were some of my favorite Raiders besides Marcus and the ghost to the post and the snake. But anyway, so he's over there, and, and I, I felt bad and everything because we're, you know, we're not celebrating him at that time. We were celebrating Tim Brown, but he graciously cut the cake and was signing autographs to everybody, and he's a great guy and real down to earth. He go out to Oakland, he'd always be out at the – Raider image there on Hagenberger, you know, talking to people. And then, you know, you'd have your picture taken with him. He'd say, here, let me put this Super Bowl ring on you. So he'd put it on your finger, and you'd pose with him in the ring. Oh, that's so, so you, cool. Cliff Branch. We're going to get you in the Hall of Fame, and we need a Raider Nation invasion of, uh, of Canton, just like we did for Coach and also for um, Charles Woodson. Have a great night. Cliff, we've got to get you in. Do whatever we can. Goodbye. <laughs> nice. I love it, love it. Great job, Houston Raiders, Steve. So we started off with Capo. He uh, he sung. Yeah, he sung well, and he, had, error, and he, yeah. Had, he had some backup, yeah. and it was good. Followed by the Mangai threatening the whip. Solid, so the the best Mangai call I maybe we've ever had. It was a solid promo. It was a it was it was, it was yes. wrestling promo. It was such a non Waller. Kind of <laughs> yeah. promo, and then Rico. I love the oh. way Rico says "dangerous." Yeah, it's my favorite yeah, yeah, word yeah. that he says. And uh, you know, and of course, he jumped right on the, the anti the anti pineapple you know bandwagon. But that's okay. It's okay. That's okay. But he, he ended strong. He ended strong with about fifteen f bombs. <laughs> I yeah. love that. OG Daniel started off right oh. where Rico Rico left off with the anti pizza talk, and he's right. He and I probably are the same age, yeah. and, and we and he's probably goes as armed as I do. So we do just <laughs> That's fine. Why win the bar fight. That's why we'd win the bar yeah, fight. Yeah. But but he killed me with the Jets and the season. Oh man, J E T S. So good. I love that. And then H, uh, uh, Houston Raider Steve's story about Cliffy. I never knew that. That he would yeah. take his ring off and let people wear it. I think that Kevin the Raider so... nerd has a picture of that. Oh, no way. Where, yeah, I think so. Because he's seen Cliff a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. That is just badass, man. That is so cool. But tonight, tonight's Sizzler goes to the Manga. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Sizzler. 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 This was a hard one for me. This was these were these were all just badass. Awesome, man. These were so, so good. So good. The, the, the emails were great tonight just too. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. So, so some folks are wondering. So, what what kicked it? What kicked Matthew over the top? Daniel, Matthew with the assist. Did Daniel, Matthew with the assist. But, but what kicked him over the top was because I think you know. I think there's only one. Yeah, and the fact that the Matthew, the Matthew uh, uh, email that came in that oh. ended with the Porky Pig, the, 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 that's yeah, all. Folks, that was funny. Yeah, that was amazing because the email was strong, and then to have to follow it up with the with the voicemail. Yeah, that was yeah. that was that's the end. Solid. Sorry, that's solid, but man. that was you know that's that's hey man, hey man guy. 
Look, I got one of these for you. Oh, oh, oh there we go. Swaggy. <laughs> Swaggy yeah, threatening top rope. But anyways, uh, I appreciate everybody joining us here live tonight in the chat. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Thank you to the legendary Uncle Mosh. Thank you to my best friend and yours, Swag Jeff, uh, coming in here and joining me uh, here tonight in the Fan Cave for episode number 214 of Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you for all the donations that came in tonight. 100% of that money will go to the One Nation Foundation. Yeah, man, 65 bucks. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Thank you so very, very much. We appreciate you. Uh, hit us up, man, with anything, any way you can like, subscribe, rate on whatever service it is, video, audio, otherwise. Uh, please just do what you can to support Raiders Fan Radio. Tell your Raider friends about us. Tell your non-Raider friends about us. Because anything that we do to generate more attention means more money. The more money we, we make, the more money we give away. Swag Jeff. Yeah, and thanks for everyone in the chat. Big Easy Storm. Michelle Ragsdale, call us. Call yes. us. Become a made woman. Uh, Matthew Mangus, Daniel Mangus, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Storm, Lee B, Freddie Chavez, Renegade, Raiderborn, Rico, Michelle Sweat, B, Al, Tider Raider. Thank you guys so much for to- joining us. You guys make the chat what it is. Uh, oh my gosh, you guys are literally the best. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uncle Mosh, take us home, my man. You know, we've been catching some We've been catching some good heat lately. Good heat, you, man. Keep it coming, bro. If you had fun tonight, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell people. Tell your chief's friends. Nobody has chief's friends. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening tonight, everybody. You got my buddy Swaggy J over there. You got my little nephew Murph. This is your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't ever forget what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Adios, malingerer. Good night. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Let's go beat the Niners (laughs) ass. Drive safe. Wear your mask. Get your shots. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.